So I thought I was the queen of Airbnb. Check the profile. I visited all the places. However, how can I truly be a queen if I have never been a host? Didn't even think about it, y'all. It's time to think about it because my place is cute. Why not share? I know. I got you thinking about it now. All right. Well, don't think about it. Be about it. Find out how you can be a host at airbnb.com slash host. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple. 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hi, it's Sugar Steve from Questlove Supreme. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So, check out Discover Cashback Debit a game-changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right, cash back isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Questlove Supreme is a production of iHeartRadio. This classic episode was produced by the team at Pandora. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of QLS Classic. I'm Questlove. And we here at Questlove Supreme, we like to dig into the archives to bring you some really amazing interviews and stories from past episodes. Coming up next, we are going to talk to actress Cree Summer about her pioneering work on the HBCU sitcom classic A Different World and her endless work of animated voiceovers for movies and television. We really hope you enjoy it. We did. We ready? Yeah. Let's get it. Here goes nothing. Here we go. Suprema. Suprema roll call. Suprema. Suprema roll call. Suprema. Suprema roll call. Suprema. Suprema roll call. Marching proud on some mummers. Yeah. A veteran, not a newcomer. Yeah. Humble brag, never straight stunner. Yeah. Hijack my theme, ain't that a bummer? Roll car. Gassed up oh, like no. 29 hummers. Oh, God. It's oh, a Robin Thede all over again. Tight funk oh, like Ed Flunder. <laughs> Whoops, Ned Flanders, I made a blunder. Oh, <laughs> Freak flag on my Heather Hunter. Craft oh, <laughs> work can't do these numbers. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Ugly salad, hold the cute. Cumbers. Cumbers. Yeah. <laughs> gunner, runner, running, gunner. Yeah. Haters boo my verse, sleeping slender. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> Mediocre album opening song, Bill. Thunder. Yeah. Oh, I hate you. Oh. Nigga. Robinson, <laughs> Gay, Ross, Ruffin, Jackson, Wonder. Yeah. Oh, we in the alphabet. Okay. Carrie's uh, asking price. Expensive, high fee, dumb, and dumber. dumber. Yeah. Okay. Ayo, yay. That's a rhyme scheme for Cree Summers. Don't worry, it's not that deep. Suprema My name is Fonte. Yeah. Time to get deep. Yeah. Cree Summer woke me from my mean sleep. Suprema. Suprema roll call. Suprema. Suprema roll call. My name is 
and sugar. Yeah. Yeah, I got bad habits. Yeah. But I'm not the only one here yeah. who works with Zoe Kravitz. Roll call. <laughs> Suprema. Su su Suprema. Roll call. Suprema. Saskatchewan yeah. to Toronto yeah. to North Richmond yeah. to Sherman Oaks. You didn't let me finish. Let me do it again. Let me do it again. Suprema roll call. Suprema. Suprema roll call. Suprema. Suprema roll call. Oh man, I didn't even get there. No, I, I was still trying to get there. I think yeah, I but everybody was up. looking at their books, and I looked at my empty hands. Now. <laughs> no, you, you did well. Oh, you did, did well. well. Wait, you're from Saskatchewan. I started in Saskatchewan, then I went to Toronto, then I went to North Richmond, then I went to Sherman Oaks. I make so many jokes about Saskatchewan, but don't think I know anyone from Saskatchewan well, now until now. Yeah. That's amazing, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode <laughs> of Creaston. Mm. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Supreme. Supreme. it's her show now. This, this My is, show now, this Daddy. This is Cree Supreme. Uh, only on Pandora, we have uh, Team Supreme with us. We got Sugar Steve and Boss Bill and Fontigolo and Laia. Looks that made me sweat. Jess. How's it going? Yeah, I'm sweating now too. Yeah. I messed up. <laughs> um, we are extremely happy to have <laughs> our guest with us today. Um, she is, I mean, is she our first boho crush ever? Second, 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 Lisa. Oh, Lisa. Yeah. That's not, yeah. You know what? Yes. Because she's not. It's okay. You won't hurt my feelings. You said, no, 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 you no, said no. first. You said first. <laughs> I met Lisa. I saw Lisa first. Is this a Denise really? versus Freddie battle? Is that what we're doing? It's, all, it's, I it's hope time. Not. No, it's not Denise versus Freddie. It's, 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 it's Freddie. I saw Lisa first. Because Freddie was, to me, Freddie was more idealistic. Like she was Exacto bright mundo. and she was, you know what I mean? Like she was just sunny and like. You really like you would take Freddie home to your mama. Yeah, like yeah. Denise was Den just kind of flighty and kind of like I don't exactly. Know, like, but y'all y'all are talking Denise versus Freddie. So, but I was just talking about who I, I mean, saw first. Well, yeah, we technically my also first, I, my first crush. It was I was more crushing on Freddie Brooks than Denise. Denise didn't strike me as boho. She just strike me as somebody that couldn't keep a job. <laughs> And I just I couldn't fuck with that. Well, even my younger our age. favorite employee ever, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Cree Summer. Yes. 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 Oh, it's a delight to be here. I'm happy Shout to be out here. to Zoe for yes. giving me this number. Chica Bantita, my, oh, so, my yeah. love. Yeah. I had to, you know, hit her up 52 billion times. <laughs> She's one of those people that might answer the phone this week. Or, you know. Now I feel bad that I dissed her in my roll call. <laughs> you got to know that Steve and Zoe are like legendary uh, uh, fighters. Oh, Nemesis. are they? Yeah. Okay. They, but they like have the a, Hatfields and they have the McCoys. A, yeah, they have a love-hate relationship okay. going. But that's okay. Steve, you know. You'll, yeah. you'll learn to hate him in five minutes. <laughs> oh, good, right. okay. You'll experience all the all the emotions. <laughs> I already have. That, uh, that moment I had to spit, and I, so I gotta <laughs> took know, a dump, yeah. I got to know that you, okay, 
today you told me that you are we're going to a Star Wars convention. Yes, which, and I am now endeared to you because you let me come in a little early so I can still get there. It's a pop-up Star Wars bar called The Dark Side, and it's been traveling all over America. And um, I, I, it's interactive. They haven't told me too much. I do know that there's p- the possibility of a burlesque show, all the chicks representing all the different planets in the Star Wars universe. Doesn't that sound amazing? Oh, God. It's <laughs> like the one so that Jabba the Hutt was Star at. Wars. Yes, look, I got this is all the, my wow. honcho. And this is the bar that Jabba the Hutt was at, right? That's what you're talking I, I about? I mean, I don't know what this bar okay. is. They just call it the dark side. I'm hoping the band is going to yes! be there because that band is legendary. I mean, da 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 Yes, yes. Wow. You really are a Star Wars movie. I I am. I love it. What's your like favorite all time scene in in all the Star Wars things combined? It's probably when Luke I mean it's kind of dour and a little maudlin, but I love that moment when Luke when his parents are dead and they're charred and they're just fucking sitting there, you know, frozen. (laughs) And he comes up out of that beautiful sphere that they live in. And he looks and there's those two moons, like those, that clear sky and those two blood red moons. I don't know. That just always has rocked me. Have you, I was going to say, have you seen The Last Jedi? But that's a stupid question. Of course what did you what, what did you think? You know, I just love the nostalgia of it. I mean, everybody was getting so fucking hung up on, you know, why is Leia flying and shit. I don't give a fuck. I mean, I, I think my heart is just so all-encompassing, all things Star Wars, Except for, of, of, of course, you the know. Attack of the Clones? Attack of the Clones? Yeah, well, yeah. no. Yeah. He who Jabba, shall not be oh, named. Yeah. Jar Jar oh, fucking yeah. Bing. The um, so, I mean, you that's... You like it. You know, <laughs> yeah, me so no fucking like it either. That, that's the only one I don't do. But yeah, I mean, I, I liked it. I liked it. It's hard to it's hard to make me not like it. I haven't okay. seen it yet, yeah. so I'm looking for as a Yeah, as a so-called nerd who yeah. is not that much into science fiction... Yeah. Um, it's it's really hard for me to figure out what side is correct because a lot of Star Wars dweebs are like Prince fans. Yeah, they they they're not really <laughs> feeling this film, but yet I trust a Rotten Tomatoes ninety one when I see it. Yeah. Now I mean, who am I to believe that all these critics were just blindly going to give this acclaim across the board without yeah. really? No, because they didn't do that for the Natalie Portman one. I don't think Natalie Portman. Fan no, those, those three middle ones suck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we can all agree those were a drag. So you liked the new one, though? I did. I had a good time, man. I was so excited to get there. And favorite yeah. Star Wars movie of all time? Yeah. Uh, a New Hope, of course. Okay. Yeah. I'm hearing a lot of people say Rogue One these days. No, they can have it. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I liked it, but it ain't no New Hope. Okay. I mean, a New Hope just changed my my world. I remember my daddy, who's uh, left. Now he's dead. He he and I loved Star Wars together. New Hope Sorry, is uh, he just that's split, episode. So uh, just yeah, yeah, I, I know that. that. He Steve, just split. Uh, yeah. Oh wow. Sorry, Were you trying know. to explain that to me like football? <laughs> I was telling Amir, who's not the biggest Star Wars fan, that New Hope was episode well, yeah, one. Episode one, which is yes. technically episode uh, four. Episode, well, yeah. That's, yeah, it's episode oh. four. But, I mean, it was the very first one that came out, and I remember just this whole universe and this mm-hmm. whole concept of the Force. Uh, I loved it. It made sense to me. Being not a religious person, uh, it occurred for me in a very religious way. So did you ever have any dreams of, especially with all the voiceover work you do, 
and working with like Frank Oz and all that stuff, like yeah. to ever do these things? That- well, you want to hear something crazy? Um, my father, Don Franks, was the first one to ever give voice to Boba Fett in the what? Star Wars animation. Your father's Boba wow. Fett? Was wow. the very first, yeah, because you know we never hear Boba Fett speak. So mm-hmm. that in animation, they let him speak. And then um, a couple years later, George Lucas did an animated sh- cartoon called Droids and Ewoks. And I got to play Prince ne- Princess Nisa of the Ewoks. So that I, I think I was uh, 10 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. Man. Was your father a voice actor? Yeah, that's Tell how I started. It was it. just yeah. pure nepotism. Yeah, we're going to get there. Oh, yeah. so, uh, we might, we're already, we're I mean, already we started there. from the beginning, so I just yeah. I know, and we already I, know where she's from. Yeah. She told us in the in the road call. I know, call, so but I'm, I'm driving the car. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate All right, that. Daddy, we in the back. Let us know. We can ask for directions. So you were in, <laughs> you were born in Saskatchewan. I was actually. You want to hear something crazy? I was born in Encino, California. Uh, yeah. I yes, was born exactly. in Encino, California, and then no. And then right away, I think at the uh, maybe six or seven months, my parents dropped out of society and moved to Saskatchewan. <laughs> and I was raised on an Indian reservation with the Plains Cree Indians. We had um, lived in a house that my father made out of mud, which is tra- traditional for this tribe. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were there till I was about seven years old. That what was that like? like? Oh, it was beautiful. I mean, well, I mean, it was definitely hard. I don't know if you've ever been in a Canadian tundra in the, pla- no, in the no. plains in the dead of fucking winter. I mean, it's, you know, below 40. It, yeah. you want, it's pretty fucking cold. Below 40. Yeah. yeah. Um, you have to use your lightsaber to open up <laughs> to open, yeah. inside. To open your <laughs> eyes, yeah. Um, but we... I, it was uh, powerful. I mean, I was exposed to all kinds of beautiful native music, uh, powwow music, peyote music, um, dancing powwow as a girl. It, it was a nice way to grow up, I'd say. And then after that, we left the res and we lived nomadic in a, in a school bus mm-hmm. for a couple of years and then finally settled in Toronto. Wow. Yeah. It sounds like uh, half of Freddie's backstory. I think they got it from me. I mean, I remember when I walked into audition, they had this idea that this chick, that Freddie Winifred was from um, Santa Fe. And so they, and I know that they wanted her to be, you know, have a white mother was what they said. And then they just kind of left it open end. And then I just remember them after auditioning, they were interviewing me and I could see their wheels turning. And then the next time I went back to audition, the script was almost <laughs> almost just the uh, just the interview you know what i mean so were you the only child or did you have someone? i have a baby brother his name is rainbow sun he's also an actor i don't know if there's any geeks out there he was in the original stargate with jason momoa oh, we're, we're all very oh, that's, connected. That's, that's, connected yeah that's kind of strange yeah, yeah. wow yeah cool. he's 10 years my junior so how are you well not even how are you pulled into acting your father was my father was an doing actor. Doing voiceover work, but you guys lived this whole... He, he was doing more than voiceover work. I mean, he, when I was, like I said, I was born in Encino. My parents met, my mother's a dancer, mm-hmm. and my father uh, was, uh, was an actor. And he was an on-camera actor at first. He was, uh, did um, his, well, the movie that they met was Francis Ford Coppola's very first film, um, and um, Fred Astaire's very last film. It was a musical called uh, Finian's Rainbow, starring mm-hmm. Fred Astaire and Petula Clark and my father. And my mother was a dancer in the chorus, and that's how they met. So he was a very, uh, very popular working actor for years and years and years. And she danced all over the all over Broadway, you know, in Sweet Charity with Juliet Prowse and you know Shirley MacLaine, and they were really magic. So, what was the decision to leave? 
Encino and leave Hollywood? Sort of Hollywood and then to live You know, they were, di- they were disillusioned. They really were disillusioned. I mean, he was really getting tired of playing bad guys that hurt babies and women. And she was, my mother is beautiful and black as night. And she was tired of, you know, being the only one or never getting to be the one. And they just said, fuck it. And they sold everything they had and moved to Saskatchewan, where my father had been. Dig this crazy thing. He's had so many incarnations. But for a while, he was the spiritual advisor for this heavy metal band called Crowbar. And Crowbar did this tour of all the Indian reservations in Canada. And my old man just fell in love with Red Pheasant, this reservation. And he really became family to them. And I think that's where the seeds were planted. And they told him if he ever wanted to come back, he could. And he came back when he found my mama. Wow. There's a gorgeous picture of the two of you online. There he is. He has his hair braided. And he yeah. has a, a hat that you wear a lot. Yeah, I wear my parents' hats. You okay. know, I've been wearing, it's so trendy now, but you know, I've been wearing these hats since I was a little girl, you know. So as a, a, as a young girl, did you yeah. have dreams of getting how did you get into the industry or i always wanted to be a performer my parents performed even though we were on the res you know my father did this amazing show on the reservation called the insanity of one man and it was just his ramblings and his thoughts he'd had a projector he'd play auto harp (laughs) And, um, and then my mother would dance you know she was a tap dancer retired from the national tap company of canada at 69 years old Um, and so just watching them, I really never considered doing anything else. I wanted to be a singer and a songwriter and an actress. And then when we left the res, my father, that's when he became a voiceover actor. And then watching him, I just wanted to do it too. Did he have a, like, was he of the male blink variety? Like what type of voice did your father have? My father just had this really low end, rich, resonant, low raspy voice, really beautiful. Yeah. I mean, he, but he did everything. I mean, he could alter himself. He was, he was so talented. Can you tell I miss my old man? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So your actual, I mean, you're, you're speaking voice and I mean, it's so, there's such a, not a trademark on it, but it's so distinctive. Yeah. Did you have this sort of raspy, precocious <laughs> kind of voice when you were a kid i did i mean my mama used to joke about it that i always sounded like i had a mentholated cool hanging out of my mouth you know? <laughs> I, I mean even when i was like three years old you know it was just like mama you know it's just this low kind of froggy and my youngest daughter hero has that same voice oh, man. yeah how old is she hero peregrine stormborn is four years old oh wow yeah. she's okay. a star on instagram <laughs> she is <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah. i mean we got to an elevator after dance class and this chick was like hero you know oh, God. and it was yeah it was a little Kinda it creepy. was a little creepy okay. i should yeah we spoke to gives Layla, you pause sorry we spoke to uh layla hathaway recently yes. about the way her voice sounds strikingly yeah. similar to uh her father's isn't it that, yeah. So oh, yeah, she sent me a message. It's the same, it's the like same as people daddy. looking physically. Yeah. Their fe- facial features, the voice is almost like the same thing. It's, Do you know what? it's funny that you bring that up because you're exactly right. When you can have a white man and an Asian man who look the same and they will sound the same, it's jaw placement. And it's mm. all these things that give us all these sounds. And that's why they sound so similar. It's really freaky, you know. 
Hashtag jaw placement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, just My to, name in college. Just to hear you speak right now is a very hypnotic thing. Like, uh, I'm yeah. hanging on <laughs> to every syllable. And there's a, it's like an articulation say. in mm-hmm. it that's just. <laughs> no. yeah. yeah. Where does that this come from? This is why she does voiceover work, people. Yeah, uh, yeah but where does that come from? Like, is, did, were you trained for this? Or, like, how did you even enter? Well, like I said, it was it was pure nepotism. My father was doing a voice on Inspector Gadget, and I was. Co- what character was he? He well, he would go on and off with with Welker, with Frank Welker, sometimes guesting and doing Doctor Claw, and then he would do a lot of incidentals, a lot of henchmen, a lot of uh, you know teachers in the school and shit like that. And then I remember, but this is just when he was auditioning. We didn't even know if he had the gig. And then he said, could you audition Cree, which is just being in the right place at the right time, the child of the right person. And then I lucked out and got it. You got know? Penny. Yeah, yeah, I got Penny. And then it just really steamrolled from there. I found myself working so much I really wasn't even in school. I was singing jingles and doing every voiceover that came down the pike. For our In that- Toronto, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, strictly in Toronto. Well, I was I was living in Canada at the time. I didn't move to LA until I was seventeen. Okay. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. We know Inspector Gadget came from. Okay. Yeah, it came from Deke Entertainment, which is a Canadian Deke. company. Because that yeah. was the thing at the end. Oh, Deke. Yeah. Yes. I mean, in Toronto is where I did, you know, all the George Lucas productions. It's where I, I was in the the very first Hello Kitty cartoon. I played her arch nemesis, um, Catnip. God, what else did we do? Wait, out Hello there? Kitty had. A cartoon. An actual cartoon. It had an actual cartoon, yeah. Hello Kitty's yeah. been around for quite a while. For a long time. Well, I've seen Hello Kitty. I just never knew it was a car- actual cartoon with yeah. voices. And and she had enemies? She had enemies. Uh, this really <laughs> weird chick named uh, Catnip, which is a kick-ass name, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> You guys can. Yeah. Oh, oh, we can go now. Come on. Okay. Sorry. I have a question. Oh, yeah. so, do you have like dual uh, citizenship? I do have dual citizenship. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> I love this guy. So <laughs> I don't hate him yet. <laughs> Give it time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was I was just wondering what country we should get married in. Oh, oh. She's married. Uh-oh. I'm actually not married. <laughs> you're, 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 <laughs> you're not. Oh. <laughs> Hold on, Brandon. You single, Cree? No, I I have a man. He ain't going nowhere. So I guess I should be married. You know, it feels married. You are committed. Yeah, yeah. It's not important. It's not not important. I have a girlfriend. I was just kidding. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. She lives in Canada. Uh, <laughs> Met her on vacation in Niagara Falls. I knew it. Stop looking at her like that, Steve. <laughs> what high school? Did you go to high school? In, in I Toronto? went to high school in Toronto for about ten minutes. I I actually started school in the fourth grade, and I dropped out right before I started the tenth grade. So I have six, almost six years of formal education. Um, I went to the Toronto High School for the Performing Arts. There was thirty six students. In yeah. the entire high school. In the entire high school. 36. Fridays were dedicated to cleaning the school. All of us. Damn. Yeah. yeah. So what was in between 10th grade and going, being 17 and coming to the Well, in between 10th, I was honest, honest to God, I just was so, I was kind of burnt out. You know, I was working oh, a lot. 
And uh, I remember going to my father, my best friend and I, who's in L.A., she's an actress too, Tamara Taylor. She and I we just wanted to leave Toronto. We had so many dreams about coming to L.A. I wanted to come here and have a band, and I was going to make music, and that was really my dream. And she was going to come here at the time and be a model, which she'd hate for me to say now. Uh, <laughs> but that all changed. That all changed, and she, of course committed to being an incredible actress but we looked at each other at we had just turned 16 and we said do you want to do this anymore and we said no fucking way and I said to my dad I think I want to drop out of high school and he said what took you so long man I was so disappointed that I'd gone this long and he said you know I was just giving you space man because I thought I thought you might might like it and I said I I can't stand it you know that was an option yeah what did your mom say was she the same oh she felt the same way I mean they really had such disdain for the education the system and you must have had a hell of a savings already for someone I was doing okay I came here okay yeah Okay. Secured the bag. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So from that point on, once you um, came here, what was your first break? I guess. Or, My first know? break was working for an amazing woman who's since retired. I miss dearly, named Andrea Romano, okay. and she directed a Steven Spielberg cartoon called Tiny Toons. Oh yes. Yes. Obscure. Like Oh, anyway, and I played Elmira. Elmira, Elmira Duff. Oh, I loved yeah, it. you know. Loved it. I'm gonna hug you and, and squeeze you. you. Yes. And teach you how to go on the paper, Bobby. It's silly head. Um, I you over. I can go so, home. Right. Can you tell me? All right. I that's what I'm now. Yeah. yeah. That was How my you, first job in LA. Wow. Yeah. How do you develop? Because you do so many voiceovers. Yeah. How do you develop uh, the specific characteristics in the voices that you do? Well, like, luckily, they give they give you a picture of the character, and then they usually give you like a little bitty paragraph describing the character. And I remember looking at Elmira. the The paragraph through me because it said she was Elmer Fudd's niece. Oh, and I, and I remember. Oh my God, I never caught wow. on to yeah, that. Yeah, did you just Duff. guess? Yeah. Yeah. Duff. Wow. And I remember okay. thinking like, oh shit, oh. I can't do an Elmer Fudd. I'm fucked. And then what? I looked down and I saw that she had like a gerbil skull in the middle of her bow. Do you guys remember Oh, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I read the lines and I just thought, this chick is bad shit nuts. I'm just going to play <laughs> her so crazy and just see what happens. But I really had no expectation because I didn't put that, you know, that Elmo Fudd element in there. So I can't believe I yeah. never made that connection Me between Elmo and Elmo Fudd. And now you look yeah. at her face and it's like she looks she just looks like just him. Like him. Yeah. yeah, she looks just yeah. like him. Yeah. Wait, you're trying to tell me that Tiny Toons came out before A Different World? Yes. Yeah, that does feel it weird. Did. It did? Yes. I, could, I, I, remember, I mean, I, if it didn't come out before A Different World, I got booked it before A Different World. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then that... You came aboard Different World with 88. I thought Is Tiny that the Toons year it was, was? Like 89, 90. 90. Okay, well, 90. Yeah, slightly one year. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you just look at the character and you're like, I okay, look at this it. is. Yeah, and I read the paragraph and see what. I usually go by what I feel. You know what I mean? You, you get a feeling when you look. I do, anyway. And maybe it's just accumulated after all these years. I get a, just a look at the eyes. So they're not telling things. you like which direction to go with? And They do. They give you a really tiny thing that says she's 13 or he's 14 and he really likes sports. He's shy. He's always got a cold. Or, you know, some, sometimes they give you little things or, you know. But you really have to make it up yourself, which is, you know. The, that's where the, the acting comes that's in. That's the cool part. Yeah. Man. Are the, um, what would, so taping 
Tiny Toons as yeah. a voice actor, uh, how long would an episode take in order for you to get all the voices down for? Maybe like an hour. Are you serious? Maybe, maybe if it's full cast, maybe an hour and a half. Is this per episode or just like a season? Or per episode, wow. yeah. And would you go to a studio or yeah. like how would you do it? You just, just like this, you go and go in studio and have all the chairs in a circle like us in a booth with your stand and your script, and then and those are the best ones. I mean, oftentimes now things have changed so much and everybody's so damn busy. Oftentimes it's just me alone. Yeah, there, that's what I was you know? curious oh, about. So I thought yeah. it was, yeah, you just read your lines and then they put it together later mm-hmm. or do they mix it. Yeah. B- but at the time you were doing that, you were all doing it together. Yeah, there used to be a really golden age when we used to all record together and it felt like you were kind of doing live radio, which is yeah. fun. Which I used to do in Toronto too. A lot of live radio there who, was fun. Who are the uh, kind of the veterans of that voice circle? I oh, mean, I, would, I, I know the yeah. word, I know Mel Blank and I know Maurice uh, LaMarche. Maurice LaMarche, yeah, another Canadian. A lot of us are Canadian, by the way. <laughs> um, I would say, I mean, listen, Tress McNeil, Rob Paulson, Tara Strong, Rob and Tara and other Canadians, Jennifer Hale, Gray Delisle. Um, like, who are the idols, the, the gods? That, like- well, for me, I mean, I really look up to Tress McNeil. She's, you what probably know her from, do? like, Futurama and, oh, and yeah. The Simpsons. I mean, she's just one of these. I, I remember when I walked into Tiny Toons. That was the first time I met Tress. And she did six voices in a row, talking to herself, literally the entire scene. And I remember at 17 just sitting down going, fuck, I am way out of my depth, man. Because up until then, I think I was okay as a voiceover artist, but I don't know if I was committed to being really good. Because sometimes when you do things as a kid, you don't even mean it per Mm -hmm. se. You know, commitment and real passion, I think, is something that I developed in voiceover over time. Like you said, falling in love with people and admiring their talent. And that, in that show, was when I made a conscious decision to be good. Is it hard to to turn on sometimes like say if you're on set and you might have gotten a text that blah 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 is in the hospital or someone passes away and and suddenly it's like all right well production you got to turn on let's go like how hard is it to well you know because you to mentally prepare no you i mean you do this too you know exactly what what the answer to that is you do it as best you can you know, I mean, I, I've been in that situation several times. And I think one thing I just being a born gypsy and a hereditary performer, I it, it definitely is the show must go on. Uh, so I will show up uh, just as best as I can be a little frayed at the edges. And when they yell cut, probably fall to pieces, you know. Listen, black representation is essential. If I hadn't seen and heard certain black women in radio, I wouldn't be in radio. Women like Robin Breeden, Candy Shannon, Michelle Wright, Deanna Williams. Women owning radio stations like Kathy Hughes. Listen, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. Word. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. 
Each episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so I feel silly. Because as much traveling as I do, and as many Airbnbs that I stay in, because that's the only way I travel, I really have never considered my own space. I mean, think about it. What if you can make money for your next vacation while you're on vacation? And I know what you're thinking. You're like, my house is just not fancy enough. I just can't do the things. You're sleeping on your space. I'm sleeping on my space. Yes, I'm talking to myself. And I really don't even have to use my whole place. I could just Airbnb a room. I know how this works. Because again, I use Airbnb. Duh. I mean, just think about it. Most of us that use Airbnb are only using it for 50% of its power. We're spending the money, but we're not making the money. What if we could do both? Whoa, mind-blowing. And your home really might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. So how did you get word of uh, a different world developing? I had a manager Mm -hmm. when I got to L.A. Very kind man, Larry Robbins, retired now, and he... He and his wife let me live with them, actually, for the first six months. And he would drive me to all my auditions. And I think Different World was the first audition I had was for I'm Gonna Get You, you Sucker. Oh, what? Uh, you were in that? Uh, no, I was not. I did first not get the part. I, oh, which, I, did, what, I didn't get any parts. Which that was part my, did you audition for? I auditioned for the part that Don Lewis played. Okay. Could oh, you wow. imagine? So. Oh, you were the girl. Yeah. You can imagine. I that. thought you were going to say that you auditioned for the part that Anne-Marie Johnson got. Oh, the girl that was taking off all Yes. That's what I thought <laughs> no, I mean, listen, I, I, I just, I, I think I just went there and just took a dump. I was probably just awful. But the next audition was Different World. Wow. So that was a real score. Really, really lucky. Yeah. Uh, so you're actually one of the, the few people in a different world that uh, didn't go through school days. Yeah. So was there a moment for you to get on in that production or in that movie or? Never. Just no, never? that had happened long prior. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was there so, but they were already all friends. That's and don't forget, everybody was oh, already you came friends. In the second year too. And I came the second year, right, so they were already right, right. doing their what was thing. Because so when you came along, that's the year that Debbie Allen also came yes, on board. Yes, we all came, and Charnel Brown and yes. Sinbad. Mm-hmm. We right. all came together. Yeah. So you came on the retooling. What, what? Okay, can you explain that to me? Yeah, uh, I wasn't, you know, because there wasn't internet and none of that stuff back yeah. then. So what was the problem with whatever happened the first year? That I don't they cleaned know. up and then... I don't know. Go. I do know that 
uh, I can't call her Lisa, <laughs> but okay, well, Lisa <laughs> got pregnant, and so she wasn't going to return to a different world, was what we were told at the time. Yeah. Okay. But also with Marissa leaving and the director, who was the, the first director before? I don't know that answer. Uh, Debbie came along. Like, I just know that they just had a complete... Yeah, they felt they. I, I mean, De- yeah, and Debbie came in saying, "Let's make it like a real black college." Black college. You know, oh, okay. what the yeah, hell? the first season is like the weakest season. Like that's it didn't really get good until she came. Yeah, plus it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> one I person who was a star. It was kind of cool. Everybody. Denise was a star. And, and Dwayne like finally fell in love with each other the last episode, or at least she kissed him the last episode. Yeah, and then and she, then she split. And then she bounced. <laughs> but she, then she, but she went back to the house. She was still at the Cosby house. Dwayne remember? was so traumatized she he hooked up house. with Whitley. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what was it like for those was it four years yeah for you that yeah. was college man was yeah. really and work how old were you at the time i started at they just turned god i think i was just about to turn 18 i guess are you tired of talking about a different world yet? no i love a okay, different good, world okay good, good you know what i love about a different world yeah. there was a lot of times a, a long stretch of time nobody fucking talked about different really? world yeah huh? and i i feel like different world is very is is you know it was over and then nobody talked about it and then just recently it's become this real retroactive especially with grown-ish real comeback and, it's just yeah. it's like a, yes i mean maybe you loved it you know forever and you were consistent but the truth is but i didn't you know, have this di- back then well you know <laughs> a different world really wasn't i mean it was a hit it was a hit because it was in the right place you know we were right, right after, after cosby. cosby and then yeah. but the truth is independently you know we really didn't get a lot of love you know and that's the truth but man. every single but black we get household a lot of love now about say, every single black household had you on so maybe because yes, we were such a minority yes if i went to like Knott's Berry farm i would get a lot of <laughs> right. attention in la but you know you yeah but otherwise no. it was really not that popular i mean i feel like it's m- much more beloved now really? yeah there's yeah. a retro yeah, yeah and i think it's just i mean i think the importance of it is more understood i mean yes. for me you know that was the first time I really saw college. I mean, like my, you know, my grandmother and my grandparents, they were teachers. And so I I had people in my family that were college graduates, but it was just always an idea. It's just, you hear about this college thing, but Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, so what is that? But then a different world came and you actually saw like, oh, so there's this place after high school that you go called college. And what does it look like? And, you know, you have, you know, the calf, like the whole going with, you know, Mr. Gaines, like all that, like that. Re- yeah, going <laughs> that to the pit. Want to go to, yeah. yeah, that was, you know, that was like, oh, shit. And so um, I actually talked to Kadeem. It's yeah. been like a couple years, ago, but I just had a chance to tell him, you know, man, just how much that show did for me, like going to and graduating from a, a HBCU. I mean, a different world. I know a lot of cats my generation probably would not have even thought about college if yeah. it were not for a different world. This is why this show is so magic. And this is also a reason I'll never get tired of talking right. about it. Because I'm just proud. I mean, what a lovely thing to get to say that I was a part of. That Because there's not a place I go where I don't hear this same story. Where someone comes up and says, man, I never thought I could go to college. I, was, I didn't have a, you know, any kind of academic career. But then I started watching Different World and I got inspired. I got my shit together and I went to college. And that's pretty damn beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So first season you ever did, you yeah. had a date rape episode, right? Yes, with the last dragon. Yeah, yeah it's a time, <laughs> time, time, time. You are the Wait, last dragon. Was that dragon. season one or season two? I mean, season first season she did. Season it was season two. two. It was yeah. her first season. Yeah. Oh, okay. What was that like? Well, first of all, I loved that fucking movie, so I couldn't wait to meet him. <laughs> and um, I was so excited. I don't know. Should I? And awkward. Should I, I don't want to. It was really awkward. Should I tell the story? Please. Yeah, tell the story. Yes. It, it was super awkward. Well, I just was, all of us girls were in a, you know, yeah, we were in a tizzy, man. We couldn't wait for this dude to show up. And then I got there. And uh, no, no, no. I don't want to say that. I'm such, no, a, I'm such an asshole. Everyone thinks oh. I'm so kind. No, it's no, okay. Say okay. It, say it. Okay, but no, but he, I just remember we were doing the thing. And this is not his fault because I just attribute this to a lack of experience. I, I don't know how many movies he did other than The Last Dragon. It was probably, no, yeah. yeah. I don't think he did any others. No. <laughs> the Janet video. <laughs> the Janet right, Jackson right, right. video. So it's not like he was <laughs> so it's not like he was coming in with a ton of experience so i definitely cut him a little bit of slack but i don't know if you guys are, you guys are familiar when you have a table read mm-hmm. you're simply reading i mean you don't even have to make eye contact with mm-hmm. the person you're in a love scene with you can simply just look at your fucking sides so i was doing the date rape scene and he started raping me <laughs> you know what i mean like not literally no but like groping me yeah. and trying to kiss me and i was like and, you know the whole tape the whole room went crazy i mean it's like a bunch of nbc execs and everybody's like whoa 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 man <laughs> like, this what? is just a fucking table read he's gonna kill me <laughs> he, i feel really bad he is if he it is didn't, it didn't go too far it didn't go too I'm far sure i mean he's it was not just, listening I'm yeah sure. <laughs> <laughs> but if he is you were always invited to quest and somebody always says something you know what i mean yeah. as soon as you i just oh you know what yeah. He's a god. It's okay. He's a god. It's yeah, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> He'll be all right. The and date. I still love that. Wait, I still love that movie. Were you, you can't there take when that you movie. Did the karate away. on stage. Yes, at Chappelle's uh, block party. <laughs> yeah, it's at Chappelle's uh, <laughs> when we were shooting uh, Dave Chappelle's oh. block party in Brooklyn. Yeah, um, I feel bad. He like say something good it, about him. Please. I, I, he's so handsome. There you go. Still, still, still. Yeah. No, he he. Uh, time at. And well, he keeps he's it tight. Cousin. He keeps it tight. Yeah, yeah. Rizzo's Rizzo's cousin. Cousin. That's why, like, when you wait, think, did y'all just hear what he said? No, Del Ch- Dave Chappelle did the. Um, See, he, you missed it. You missed Dave Chappelle's up. joint. You talking over me? That's he's Rozelle's cousin. So, uh, Tymac is Rozelle's cousin. Yeah. Okay. So he invited him on stage, and then, like, next thing you know, he he's, was doing karate with the microphone like stand. Roundhouse kicks and everything. <laughs> Roundhouse kicks in the microphone. It was awesome. You were up there too. I don't remember that shit. You were. Wait, you were on stage with us? He I was, was on stage. You and Bilal. Like me and Bilal was like singing back and forth at the end when it just kind of all just went. Wait, wherever. did I know you back then? Yeah, yeah. Like I was, I was a little brother fan on this. Yeah. yeah. Now you didn't get me in. I, I got in through other means of subterfuge. But. Oh. <laughs> well, I remember him and Rosario were on stage, and then he roundhoused Ooh. Rosario's uh, shoulder. No. Oh. And oh, then it was God. like, all right, all right, get off the stage. Did <laughs> Gondra get this on tape? Oh, it was definitely on tape. Yes, it was definitely on tape. Are you serious? He's gonna feel it. It was like a beautiful moment. We were doing Umi says with most, and then he gets on stage and starts fighting the wind, (laughs) and then he just starts roundhouse kicking, and then he roundhouse kicked the microphone stand, and then roundhouse kicked Rosario's shoulder, and it was like, all right, okay, okay, get out the pool, yeah, 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 this one's gotta go. Oh my god. 
Whoa. Damn, now you brought that up. Like, yeah, I remember the, the, the Kadima had to jump through the, the top of the. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Run. That's run, right. He run, 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 run. run. Wait, Freddie, wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was so cool because Freddie had like a whole crush on him, but he came to her refuge even though he wasn't yeah. feeling her like that. And I was, was in that nice. dress. That per- that purple dress, oh, Violet. <laughs> I used to okay. So which episode? Who Time Mac was a date rapist. Which one was the episode with Shaza with uh, Gary? There were quite a few of them. Hey, yeah. Remember, he became my man season. for like three. He, 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 oh, he was right. at Whitley and Byron's almost wedding. Yeah, we were we were together. Shaza, what? Mm-hmm. Yes. She remember I'm, she cheated on Shaza for Ron. He was. Ah, yeah. oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I just remember Shaza. He was like the hotel dude that gave speeches and shit. Yeah. Like he was like, it's people dying that the kids are going to sleep at the sound of a gunshot. <laughs> yes, well, my brother. But first he was the original started. hotel. He was the OG hotel. <laughs> no, but Shaza started really sideways. He started first with this whole book, book that he had yeah. written about misunderstanding how the chicks were supposed to cater to their dudes. Yeah, uh, yeah he, he came in Aliyah. sideways. Oh, he came in sideways. Yeah. But he was so fine, no one gave a shit. Hell yeah. Which oh, I just, yeah, remember that? Yes, no. I do. <laughs> he was Shahzad for up until five years ago. Yeah, that, that, that's right. that was the Shah, <laughs> Shahrazad Ali era. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's, and that's yeah. what he the was inspired by. He got, got it. Black, black man to understand. Where is she now? Is she dead? No. Uh-oh. Is she no. dead? Is, is he dead? Is she dead? Fuck you. He's fucking dead. Now, I thought she was dead, but I don't know. I don't know. I can't say for sure. Damn, I got to look her up. Yeah. Shahrazad Ali. Wow, man. Many, many a. Donahue appearance for <laughs> right. no, no reason. That's, I remember. I am losing my so after when the Well, I'm, you know, I know college isn't supposed to go on forever, so yeah. I guess having a good five-year run was good enough for the show, but... I think it should have gone longer, oh, but you yeah. know, they just didn't give a shit about it. I'm telling you, man, we were really a stepchild. We really were. Did you like the storyline of you kind of straightening up and flying right I and becoming a stand lawyer? It. I, I couldn't it was stand weird. It. That's right. You did. I mean, it, was just, it was literally pave paradise and put up a parking lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it just it bummed me out. Because even yeah. Freddie and Ron, well, they flirted. I don't know what the, the fuck Freddie was doing with Ron. Uh, I don't know why the fuck she had a bun and that and tight yeah. suit. Yeah. It was weird. Really? I never got behind yeah. it. Ron was a Republican. Really? Ron was a Republican. Yeah, Ron. It was like yeah. Oh, what? I missed that. Ron and Doctor War. It was unfortunate. Damn. I gotta revisit You got that. all this. Yo, yeah. I, I want to do I told, some I, different world trivia I on your you. team. Four, four, <laughs> four hours a day. Yeah. Four hours a day I spend watching a different world. So. God, I love four you, hours man. a day? Yeah, because they showed a marathon. It's because like once it comes on, you know, you can't turn it off because there's no commercials in between TV shows now. Because they show so, all the credits super fast. Yeah, right. so you gotta right. wear a diaper. And right. Gotta so watch, it's like, you know, you end one episode and you have <laughs> so you no time. You don't have to leave. You don't have time to change the channel before the next episode starts. So it's like, oh shit, it's this episode? I'm gonna watch this no, it's on TV, TV One. Did y'all hear or Hulu uh, or Hulu? Did y'all hear what Creed just said? I just said I said Bill, I want battle you, and she said they have those. There is a different world trivia game. Are you it's, serious? Yeah, it's by this company called Cards for the Culture, and they have a Martin trivia game. They have a different world trivia I game. I actually they got a, the Martin trivia yeah, game. For so Christmas. You know, yeah. I got that one for Christmas. But I, yeah. I, I want to be on your team because you know everything. Yeah, man. I see. Love that show, man. So after the show, did you? Were you interested in doing more live action things or was it just like you had a comfort zone with? Well, you know, the whole time I was on Different World, I had just started I had just started a rock band called Subject to Change. And we were assigned to Capitol Records. And on uh, hiatus, we had done a tour. Uh, I don't know. We did like seven or eight months with Fishbone. And I remember coming. Yeah. Um, 
91? Whatever the first year of Different World was, was when I did Subject to Change. So doing like the whole Truth and Soul era of Fishbone? It was definitely Truth and Soul. Yeah, that's, a, that's, what, we were, that's what we were touring, yeah. Woo. yeah. How and chaotic was that era? I was engaged to Fish at the time, and it was crazy. What? It was oh, man. Whoa, was it? I was, yeah. yeah. For, for years, yeah. We were together for years. Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it was crazy. Yeah, then you know it was crazy. And uh, then I remember that that was what I wanted to do the most. That's why I came to LA was to be a musician. It was never to be an actress. And uh, oh, so I, this I, was your side hustle. It was. I really thought I would, you know, afford this music with uh, acting. And I, I remember when Capitol Records just dropped us. They dropped us before the album even came out. And I was so disillusioned. So I went and did another series um, called Sweet Justice with Cicely Tyson and Melissa Gilbert. I and you remember that? Yeah. You do? It was, yeah, it was It was quick. a sweet little yeah, thing, was... though, yeah. And uh, a- after that, I just was, you know, writing a little bit and then uh, doing mostly voiceovers at the time, I remember. That was, that was when I just went into a really dark period. I was really crestfallen about that, man. I couldn't get my shit together on the back end of that. So... On the back end of a different world? Uh, no, on the back end of, the back end of uh, the label. Subject to Change. Subject yeah, to change, on the back yeah. end of that. Because, you know, we had toured that record almost two years straight. And that was when Capital was under this guy named Hale Milgram. Okay. And he really loved music. I mean, I'd never been to, like, you know, had a CEO who was always at the fucking gig, you know, and, and we were just nothing. We were just, we were like, you know, an all-black rock band. And at that time, there was How just... How many pieces? Oh my God, we had uh, drums, keys, two guitars, sa- we had a one-man sa- horn section, and uh, I think we were like six, six pieces, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. surprised if the producers of A Different World didn't try to figure out a way to ease that in your storyline, because even no, when No, because Jasmine- Freddie was not supposed to dance, know how to dance or sing. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was. Well, they, I'm like, oh, here comes the bride. Yeah. Uh-huh. I had to do my best Sorry. tone deaf. Yeah. I'm like, they played Wait. Try Me in the back. <laughs> Around in the episode. When so. Jaleesa's about, or, yeah, when yeah, Jaleesa's about to get married. Right, right. Yeah. And Jaleesa doesn't want to get married. Yeah. Here comes the bride. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you really didn't have to ask. I know, he's got it all. But Four I mean, and then after day. that, I just did animation, animation until finally uh, getting over it and getting to do a solo album on Work Group. How did you and Lainey hook up for that? Well, you know, I met. I can't call her Lisa. I met Lisa. <laughs> I met Lisa um, when I was doing Different World, probably the first season. Uh, Kadeem and I were dating when we did Different World. That was my that was that was my boyfriend for about four, oh God. We were together. I don't know, three years, four years. Oh my oh, God! Man. And, you just made so many people happy just now. I did. Yeah. <laughs> and, Freddie and Dwayne got together. Yeah. Yeah. And Dwayne were together. Yeah. yeah, we were together almost the entire run. We were together. I guess not together the last year. Is that hard? Like. I hate, okay, I always use this term, but I mean it rather in a polite way. Mm -hmm. Is that not weird shitting where you eat? First it's delightful, then it's then it is shit where you eat. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just First always, it tastes good, then you don't want to eat it. Right. Yeah. No. Well, just working on TV, you know, like I know that there's a lot of temptation to because you spend a lot of so long hours with the people, yeah. But uh just ask man, Tim Smiley. Bruh, damn, look, ta- look, that man. just slipped out. Sorry, <laughs> yo, Tavis Smiley. His yo, I'm waiting on. He, he been quiet lately, but Sorry. He, he edit that out. I gotta say something in, in that in Kadeem's defense because Kadeem was 
really my first real boyfriend, and he was an amazing boyfriend. I mean, we rode motorcycles together. We, I remember, I remember I told him one time we had just gotten together, I told him I loved this comic book, Deathlock. And he, we, one of our first dates was driving all over the city, getting all 10 issues because I think Marvel had only done 10 issues, man. Oh, wow. And he got them all. And then, you know, Isn't going, you know, like going, going. So, it was, it was super sweet. I mean, it just is. imagine being young and never having a real, real adult romantic relationship. It was re- really a nice way to enter into what love is about. Wait, time out all over the city. Where did you guys shoot? We shot at CBS Radford in the Valley. Yeah, but we had to go to, um, you know, all the comic book shops to maybe one shop had one issue, maybe one shop had two. It was no, a cool I didn't know if you guys shot in New York or... Oh, no, we shot in L.A., yeah, See, in, the, in the valley, in the valley, yeah. See, this is ill, because now it's like a whole different idea of who you guys behind the scenes. And even when you mentioned Lisa, yeah. in our minds, since you guys never were on the same show at the same yeah. time... It's, it's so ill that well, y'all are best friends. Very, she was, let me get back to what you said, yeah. Amir. She was, she, she was very good friends with Kadeem because of their first season. And I was in, uh, my, I think, yeah, I was in my band at the time. And I remember Kadeem was like, you gotta, Let Love Rule had not come out. He was, mm-hmm. you know, and he was like, man, you gotta meet my friend Lenny and you gotta meet Lisa. I think you guys will love each other. And I remember them. they came over and Zoe was so tiny. And I remember I played, I, I think, <laughs> oh, you want to know something crazy? No, Lenny, Lenny had never heard um, Carnival, Leon Russell's album. He'd oh. never heard Tightrope. He'd never heard Out in the Woods, which at the time I was, you know, my whole life obsessed with. And I remember playing it for him. And we had a real connection. I mean... And with Lilacoy and I, with Lisa and I, we had a very uh, instant love at first sight. That is my sister. I will, uh, I can't say enough about how deeply I love her. So anyway, that's how we all came together. It was uh, all through Kadeem. Thank God. I'm, I'm Thank jealous God. that uh, that uh, Zoe was the second person to ever hear Public Enemies, It Takes a Nation of Millions to Hold Us Back. Was or, she really? The day that Lenny was done... With making uh, let love rule, let love rule. Yeah. was the day that um, PE was mastering uh, Nation of Millions. She don't remember that shit. Though. And so, <laughs> no. Well, th- th- there's a story that uh, uh, I think Lenny tells of like he they really loved Black Steel in the Hour of Chaos, mm-hmm. so they like played it three times in a row. That was like Lisa's favorite song. And they kept playing it and like they felt the baby vibrating. Oh, Aww, how sweet! That's crazy. I was jealous. I'm like, damn, you don't even know anything about that record. <laughs> <laughs> and you were there for it, you know. How did you go to, um, about getting your deal? It was with work. Yeah, with right? work. Yeah, how did that go? That was uh, Jeff Aroff, and I, I just remember um, I was shopping for a record at the time, you know, or trying to get a deal, and I was getting a lot of doors closed in my face. It just they just didn't want the music. And then Lilacoy or Lisa gave my uh, like a three song demo to Lenny, okay. and Lenny went crazy. He was like, "I love this shit. I, I'll produce this shit." And then um, I think I had a meeting with work group, and my manager at the time said Lenny Kravitz will produce it. And they were like, "Well, we you know we started with Lenny at Virgin," and they were mm. like, "Let's do this." Okay. So I mean, I went to the only place that really wanted it, <laughs> and that's the truth, man. I you mean, got my was, money. Yay! <laughs> you and twelve others. Really? Oh, that me record. and Bill. Well, you know what? You know that record really was a bonafide flop. You know, lie. You, you know? gave me that record. 
Is that why I don't have it anymore? <laughs> you gave me that record and you gave me um uh, some group on Talking Loud. I forget. Uh, Incognito? The Japan Japanese group. I'm so glad you don't uh, smoke. Kyoto oh, Jazz. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I forget. Kyoto Jazz Master? Yeah, oh, no, 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 no. Term United Future Organization? Yes, there you go. Okay. Yeah, you gave, me, you gave me Cree's record and you gave me uh, you knows United Future Organization? Word? I mean, I, sometimes I don't know well, the words, Light but Year, I know what I like. Lightyear used to host a Sunday radio program that yeah. was sort of like the precursor to Quest of Supreme Light. She was, she was the you. I like, used to she play was the like, She's the mother of invention. The yeah. 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 Interesting. Right. Yeah. Long, so, long you know, time ago, uh, yeah. as Mr. Huxtable would say. Back when she was <laughs> six years old. Exactly. Yeah. 1994. I love that. Yeah. Go, mama. Yeah. Mean yeah. sleep. How did that uh, come together? Oh, gosh. I, I love that song. You know, that's a funny one because I d- did not have the nerve to ask Lenny to do a duet. And we were... We were s- mean Sleep was... Oh, no, no, that's deliciously down. Uh, mean Sleep, I remember we were we recorded the whole thing at Compass Point in Nassau, Bahamas. So oh, talk wow. about spoiled. I mean, what a magical place to be recording. And um, I think even the mandolin was Jimmy Page's mandolin that we used. And... Um, it's just so many little, you know, ancient magic things that went down in that studio. And uh, I remember we were sitting at the control, uh, sitting at the controls, and I said, uh, we were getting to mean sleep. And I said, man, you know, who are we going to get to do this duet? Thinking, like, please, please, <laughs> please, please feel this desperation I'm shooting at you, man. And uh, I said, you know, I guess I could get... It would just have to be someone really good, man. It has to be someone really fucking good. And he goes, well, I'm going to do it, of course, you know. So uh, that was... I bet I really didn't know if he was going to do it, you know. When did you... Um, like, your songs, uh, how did you write them? Did you write on the instrument or did you just you write You know, I'm really, I'm really a shitty guitar player. Uh, just kind of plunk it out. But I mostly write melody and lyric melody. on my own. And then I bring it to whoever I'm writing with and I just sing it to them. I tell them what I want it to sound like. Have you and Zoe ever had a musical moment? Yes, we did. I, 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 save your Save Yourself. That's right. Yeah. I wrote this song called Save Yourself and she uh, was in the video. Yeah. Ah. And who, we've had Who else was moments. in the video? There's there's I assume that's three versions of you like you That's what it was supposed Zoe's to be. Zoe's you and then who's the younger Those are my two other godchildren that is Satori Sunshine and Bodhi Lala, two uh, daughters of Hayes Rosen's good 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 friend of mine. Man, when I have kids, I'm gonna have y'all name them. My pleasure. <laughs> Man. Her kids, they sound like action heroes. <laughs> they sound like Marvel characters and shit. <laughs> right. Isn't it so great? I mean, just that you don't have to fucking be like everybody else. Yeah. You don't have to be You don't have to be Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, um, Steve. Tell us more about your friend Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> Baba Booey. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I get it. I get it. Okay. Okay. I get it. I got it. I got it. Got it. The greatest Zoe Steve moment was Zoe jumped out of a moving car that Steve was driving because she couldn't take it. <gasps> no way. <laughs> oh, no, that's Steve, not why she you jumped got powers, out. Man. No, she jumped out because she, she saw, saw Marissa, Marissa Tomei's oh, okay. standing on the corner. Uh-huh. Yeah, but that was all she needed. She's like. <laughs> I'm like we're driving up Sixth Avenue, Steve's going like thirty miles an hour. So we just like I mean, hurled herself. She just, yeah, jumped Tuck out of the car. Tuck and roll. Tuck and roll. Uh, yeah. You know, 
then headlines read engineer arrested for Zoe Kravitz <laughs> fucking mishap. That was her fucking fault. I, I miss, yeah, I miss you guys are, are fighting like cats and dogs, man. Later, yeah. Excuse me, sir. Later, are we going to do rapid fire different world questions? Because I should have more to go. I just wanted to know. So go ahead, plan. take over, man. Oh, okay. So, uh, <laughs> me and my mom were talking about the uh, HIV AIDS episode the other yes. day. Um, I wanted you to talk about it okay. and the filming. And if you guys, were there moments of tears because Tisha... Yeah, she destroyed that, didn't yeah, she? she? Did. Well, here's the skinny about that shit. I, I, you guys got to remember, at that time, you couldn't even talk about sex. Censorship was so intense, man. You couldn't show a condom. You had to imply that it was in your purse, purse right. and describe it as best you could. And this is at a time when masses were dying of fucking AIDS. <laughs> I mean, just, you know, when you weigh that out, it's just so sad, you know, that the, the right... The Christian right will will just not give a shit about it to the point where they'll censor these very important things that can save so many lives. So we were in tears about so many things. And I attribute that to Debbie Allen. Debbie Allen came in and she said, you can't have a show about a black college and not address the social issues taking place because it's always the children. It's always the young people that are going to yell up and rise and protest. And that's how that episode came, you know, and the original episode was even deeper. Oh, shit. I mean, you know, I mean, she had, you know, we were, people were dropping condoms. You know, we were trying to get this message across, but it was very tight, man. It was very tight then. Only so much you could say. So we, I think she did an incredible job. I really give hats off to Susan Fales and Debbie Allen and, and Yvette Lee Bowser. Yeah, these, they, listen, can you guys imagine what it was like? We had people on this show like Lena Horne and mm-hmm. Richard Roundtree and Josephine Pemise yes. and Diane Carroll. And Diane, Diane Carroll. Oh, who Patty was such LaBelle. a pirate. LaBelle, Bad yeah. Patty. I mean, like, TV, you know. TV, TV One actually did a marathon of just Patty LaBelle episodes. Ooh. Oh, I love yeah. it. Yeah. But I have to say that, you, you know, you, you got you to gotta understand that these actors had never been, some, some of these actors had, had to enter the soundstage from the back. You know, and they were coming to a different world. They were driving on through the fucking front and they were greeted by the executive producer and creator who's a black woman. And then they look over and the director is a black woman. And then the star of the fucking show is a black woman and everybody working the cameras and everybody doing fucking craft service. Lena must have been blown away. It was, you know, I remember sitting with Diane Carroll and, you know, her, the stories that they would tell us and they would almost be in tears. They would say, you guys have no idea. We didn't. We could never envision this. Who you know? Who was she? The mother of Diane Carroll, uh, Whitley. Yeah, she was Whitley's mother. Yeah, okay, yeah. and Ron O'Neill was her father, depending the- on what season it was. <laughs> No, I think Ron Ron O'Neill was Charnel. No, yeah, Ron O'Neill was her. Richard Richard Roundtree was Charnel. Yeah, Yeah, we had Shaft and, yeah. Yeah, Shaft and Superfly. Everybody daddy. Everybody (laughs) daddy. Yeah, he's somebody daddy daddy now. He's on B and Mary Jane. He's somebody daddy now. He's on, Richard Roundtree, yeah, he's on B and Mary Jane. was Kadeem's mom. Kadeem's mom. Yeah, Kadeem's mom. That prune cobbler. Puppy love, dreamy like a toe. I'm just leaving space for you. Oh, no, take, go. Okay. I'll jump so, in when I need to. Okay. So, on the, <laughs> I could do this all day. Um, so, 
how did you feel about now the brother, the brother storyline, the white brother storyline? I can't. Oh, the, I thought he was our brother. He was my cousin. Oh, yeah. I can't. Talking about Matthew. You talking about Matthew? Yeah, Matthew. Yeah, yeah. I can't hear you louder. That's all I think yeah, about yeah, when yeah. I when I hear Matthew. Um. Oh, okay. So I also wanted to ask you when the new cast came, not the new cast, but when the, the additional new freshman, new freshman, yeah, the new freshman. Yeah. You know, Jada Pinkett yeah, yeah, yeah. and, yeah. and Bumper uh, Robinson. Woo. Uh, Bumper Robinson. Can I tell you guys? Here's a little known fact. Bumper, Bumper Robinson. Robinson is a very big voiceover actor, and he mm-hmm. kicks ass. This lets you know. Was yeah. Bumper wow. the, ba- yeah. the basketball player? Yeah, he was. <laughs> Dorian. Dorian, yeah. yeah. Was Dorian. The one that wouldn't yeah. sleep with Lena. Yeah, that's right. That's right. She couldn't take it, yeah. man. That's it. Not on a different world question, but on a Jada Pinkett question. Did yeah. you guys bond rock and roll wise behind She this? wasn't doing rock and roll okay. at the time. I don't even think she listened to rock and roll at the time. Yeah, so, mm. yeah. yeah I don't think so. I don't remember that anyway. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. You guys ever see Seinfeld? That's a good show. <laughs> nah, 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 oh, nah didn't get whip it out, that. whip it out, play no, it. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. What's what's your favorite episode of yes. A Different World? That's such a good question. Uh, I'm gonna say the one that everybody loves. The Stepping Show is my favorite. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Stepping Show is my favorite. The Stepping Show is that yeah. the? Do you know why the Stepping Show is Which my favorite? One was that? It's, it's the one where uh, Freddie couldn't get the step. Yes. Oh, oh. Gilbert yes. Halls and Wild Hearts. A B C D E F G. Gilbert. 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 So anyway, why I loved it was because, like I said, Freddie was supposed to be such an incompetent when it came to singing and dancing, and so when we got to the actual dance routine, uh, you know, my mother's a dancer. And so I was doing the dance routine all out and I kept saying, I'll fuck it up in the show. I'll fuck it up in the show. (laughs) And then I think it was Debbie or somebody said, just let her get it because it'll be so much more rewarding if Freddie gets the dance. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I'm just, that's a special one for me. So you got more different world questions. No, I I don't have to. Good. I was just going to ask you in retrospect, (laughs) The episode, the episode with <laughs> where it's really focused on you and Jasmine. Well, you and Whitley and Rosalind Cash. Yeah, uh, I can love you talk about Cash. that? Oh my God, can I talk about Rosalind? Please, Please. Yes. I love that woman. Can I just tell you that the minute she walked in, what a goddess, and what a life, and you know, just her telling us stories about the movies that she did and. I don't know. She was like the kind of person you just were dying to hang out with on purpose, you know, just wanted to go get a drink with. And she, you know, she cussed like a sailor. That's my kind of broad. <laughs> and it was delightful to work with Rosalind. And Jazzy, Jasmine is one of my favorite people on the planet. And we were and still are very much in love. Our, our firstborn daughters are born on the same day. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. What? And uh, you sang background on her album. I did. Yeah. I wrote what? a song for her album. Yeah. She let me write a song. Which one uh, was it? Everybody knows my name. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, real, real good song there. Not try me. Try me. Yeah, try me. I just remember the May part. Just want to hold you was the shit though. Just want to hold you. But she inspired me. I remember just like thinking, God, I hope my my band gets a deal. I hope we get to do this. When we found out that Jasmine's guy was working with Full Force. Yeah. Right. We were like, yo, this is going to be crazy. Yeah, what was the white chick that they used to? Samantha Samantha Fox. Fox. Yeah, Yeah, it was just like... 
tits on her chin. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember that. She was amazing. It was like a, like a, top, like a singing blow-up doll. Yeah. Periodically, Jasmine would always remind you of her talent. Like, you see her dancing and the lift up her yeah. voice and sing video. Oh, she was a, you know, she danced with Alvin Ailey. Listen, Jazzy is no joke, and let's give kudos to the woman. She's written books. Yeah. She directs and writes and produces plays. She's, uh, she's and does no joke. Community. Just yeah, real, real baby. quick, did she write a book with Afeni Shakur she or did. about Afeni? With, with oh, Afeni. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. with Afeni. Yeah. Afeni. Yeah. Well, since we're in a different world, okay. I have a slight question. Okay. Whatever happened to the character Millie? I loved Millie yeah. too. Yeah. I thought she was the sweetest little thing. Millie and Dork what Ron. Little ting. When Ron was still a dork yeah. in the first yeah, season. His yeah. Yeah. I liked Millie. I'm that's a character they could have kept. Yeah. I hate I you, Steve. <laughs> Yo, I hate Steve right now. He's making fun of me. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> show, Steve. You should have watched it. Yeah. I watched it a little bit. Uh-huh. I did. A little bit. You were um, you were talking about Rosalind Cash. Like, yeah. what was she like? I mean, well, she was just like a down sister. You know? Really, she was funny and she was really generous with herself. She spent time with us. You know, we we got to eat with her and talk with her and ask her lots of questions. She never got tired and wow. yeah, she, she get was just delightful. Put something but in I, the air with her. No, we didn't do that with her, but we certainly <laughs> did that a lot. I mean, I have to, if I'm honest with you, I don't Please. even remember the last season. I was so Ooh, drunked yes. out and drunk out. I mean, I, you know, Jasmine and I used to go across to this place called a Votresante that was like right across. We taped two shows. So you'd tape one show in the, in the day, then you'd have dinner, and then you'd come back and tape it again. So, you know, our theory was it's Same already, show twice? Same show twice. And For then they. what? Well, then they'd edit it and see what's the best from both shows. Because both shows had a live audience. Mm-hmm. And they'd say, you know, what's the best? We'll take the scene from the first show, this scene from the second show. But by the last season, I was already on tour with Subject to Change in my mind. I was bilocating. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. I was so ready to go do this thing that I've always wanted to do. Jazzy had a record coming out. You know, Kadeem was about to do a big movie. We were really like... You know what? Mo- what I don't movie? remember. Where sure was it? No, I think it was, was about to do white. He was about to do like white men can't yeah, jump or yeah. something. You know, I'm going like, to see something yeah, like that. We going, going to see it. Yeah, yeah it was I'm about to say was a death by temptation. <laughs> I hope we didn't quit the show for that. One. We going to see. But we couldn't wait to get the fuck out of there. You know, just Damn. in retrospect, what a bunch of dumbass ingrates. You know, but but we really. <laughs> she said that the last year was so. Well, we like I said, we taped the first episode. Then Jazzy and I would go to this little shitty restaurant and we would get as drunk as we fucking could. And then we go back and do the wow. tape, the last episode. So when I see a lot of those shows, it's it's wonderful. It's the first time. <laughs> 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 it's great. Yeah. Was that wedding episode and was much fun filming as it is as much fun? No, and se- okay. no, it was right. awful. It was okay. awful. You, yeah, you know, because you got, wedding, it, was, yeah. it was awful because you got to understand as much as we were ready to leave, that show just fucking ended. It ended with a thud, and it we didn't know why it ended. You know, as far as we knew, we were still going strong. Everybody loves you and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden it was like, it's over, you know? And so that wedding no episode. Cake, no nothing. No, no cake, no nothing, no fucking party. Just don't let the door hit you on the way out, man. And, and we really didn't, it, 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 yeah, it came up. It was like all of a sudden, oh, this is the last episode. Oh, okay, well, get them, you better get them, fucking get them together. Better make it a wedding, you know? Oh, wait, you talk, okay. okay. Yeah, that was it. You was talking about the fake out. Oh, I'm talking about the fake. Oh, you're talking about the fake out. Oh, you're talking about Whitley. Oh, yeah, yeah. Will you? Will you marry 
me. Oh, that episode was amazing yeah. because when he said, please, baby, please, baby, baby, please. Yeah. the audience went fucking crazy. <laughs> and did you go crazy in your body because that's your man? Like, yes, baby. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, okay. I didn't do that. I went too far, Cree. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wasn't feeling that shit. Someone, wait, someone y'all know of once gave this episode as a reference to me uh, to go grab my woman. Oh. If I knew better. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> so go grab your woman. Is this the, 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 the Rick James story? No, 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 no. It's it's someone else you know that I'll, uh, I'll mention off the off the air. So this was, some, this was a, a someone called that, Someone kind of called me and was like, yo, man. He's like, I already know who the call is. Something's sure. happening, and if I was you, I'd be on that Dwayne Wayne. I'd get on a plane right now, come out here, and grab your woman like Dwayne Wayne at Whitley's wedding. Like they uh-huh. use this thing as as an example. Yeah, so that was a great episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so curious. I'm so fucking curious. Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh that Joe Morton. Uh, just yeah. brilliant, he is. <laughs> yes, he is. All's well, ends well. All right, let me get this song ready, Steve, because I could tell you about to say something off the off the chain. Hey. No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Are we done with Different World, though? I because <laughs> yeah. I, I watched it a little bit, but not like... Which episode did you I see, I didn't Steve? study it, like... Which, which episode was it that you saw? What was the... Specific episode? Yeah. Don't fall for light years, Trap. No, I, was, I would was honestly it, watch the... for Lisa Bonet and Jasmine Guy, you know, like... They thought, weren't there at I, the same time. I thought they were. Never. Hot. Yeah, know. yeah, they were. Yes, they were. Lisa, Wait, they were. Yeah. Whitley was oh, they were. First one. season. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, I watched yeah. the first season, yeah. and that, that was pretty much it. Okay. Do you still yeah. keep in touch with everybody? You, uh, I do. About the cast. I do. Yes, you yeah. do. Yeah. There's not. There's. Yeah. I, I got. I got to say the most memorable moment I've ever had in my career doing shows was when, like, when the twelve of you showed up. Like, imagine. <laughs> in like 1994 and you're doing your first show in Los Angeles, California and then like it's Cree and it's Lisa and it's Jasmine and it's Jada yeah. and it's Latifah wow. and it's Light yeah. MC Light was there too <laughs> yeah it was Light and it's uh, what's her name um she was the AT&T girl. She has short That's hair. That's my best friend. Oh, That's yes. who I'm talking about. Tamara. Yeah. Yes. We moved here together from Toronto. That's my that. I That's the godmother of my children. Yeah. Oh, wow. oh I loved her for so long, man. Yeah. yeah that she smile. just did a 12 year bid on Bones on Fox. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, that's how long the show ran. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, cool. Oh, God. Sorry, babe. Yo, that night, yeah, we were never the same. We just thought, because, I mean, we just thought, like, yo, the sky's the limit. Like, yo, our first show in all of black uh, Hollywood <laughs> is out I here mean, for us. But you know what? We, I, I am such a diehard Roots fan. I mean, we were so fucking excited to be there. Oh, man. That that made... Yeah, mm. I'll say that of all... I mean, we've done... I think we're up to like 4,500 shows, but Jeez. that Aww. that to me is... That's a top ten memory. Well, whenever they that. get together and there's a picture taken, they feel like y'all break the internet. So no. yeah, yeah. Nah, for real. Yeah. But we do yeah. hang out on purpose, you know. I think it has to do with just that we were, you know, really there weren't a lot of black people on TV, and we were a part of such a movement. And like I said, when you're an underdog, you know, you really you bind together. You know, you get become really resilient and really strong. 
And I think that, that's another beautiful thing about that show is it really created you know, lifelong friendships. You but know, you know it's the season of reboots. You know that, right? Oh yeah, but they'd never touch this one. It's such a weird well, thing. I just don't understand. <laughs> no, 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 no. They I, went they to Japan without us. I mean, don't wheel out the fucking ancients. Well, no. I mean, bring in some new blood. No, you know, on Full House, nobody wants to see our. They old brought back asses. Fuller House. Fuller yeah. House. Yeah, but bad. that's white people. They can bring back fucking anything. That's true. You know what I mean, F O O L E R. Yeah, no. I mean, they went to Japan, and what happened? That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I would like to know. Yeah, what? Okay. I wish they'd bring no. it back too, with like with to, young young blood. To yeah. build on that question, where do you think Freddie Brooks would be right now? I think Freddie might have. Um, well, God, you know the unfortunate thing she had to become a lawyer, but maybe she used that. You know, maybe maybe she started you know a couple of lovely organizations. I'd like to think that she went back to school and started teaching. Maybe had like fifteen kids or something crazy. You know, because I just always thought she was such a mother nature and so nurturing, and I think she'd have to have a lot of babies to because she'd have such an overabundance of love and compassion, and. Um, I think she would change things, you know, because she did. This character was very inspiring. You know, I have moments sometimes, my, my mama, we call her Hellcat, sometimes she'll come to L.A. and visit and we'll see, you know, a couple of cute little young things and she'll say, oh, look at those two Freddies, you know. <laughs> and it's just, you know, they'll have their, you know, hair yeah, all hair, wild yeah. and they'll mm-hmm. just be dressed uh, like, like, uh, m- more like themselves than ever before, you know, just being themselves powerfully. And I think that's what Freddie gave us because at that time, there were no, let's face it, there were no black chicks that didn't, you know, we were all part of that time where it was so important to look like everybody else and be like everybody else. And especially on television, it was really important to fit into some kind of caricature. And let's face it, there, there were Freddies that existed all over the world that were so isolated and alone. And then they saw this character and they were like, oh, fuck, there's me, you know? And that's why I love her. I mean, I just think yeah, she, she's so Freddie special. Brooks, if she was on... Freddie Brooks in 2018 would yeah. be an Instagram honey. <laughs> oh, please <laughs> like don't she would say be, that. Not <laughs> like, not like in like, not the, selling not flat in tummy the, tea or nothing. Yeah, nah, not a scammer like selling oh, okay, tea, okay, but she okay, would okay. be like, she would be the, or no, Freddie Brooks, she would be the YouTube hair girl, like showing how oh. to do the curls. Like, this is the <laughs> oh, natural chest. I, I think she'd have more, natural I think she'd, I, I like to think she'd have more important things to do. I do think she'd be back with Shazada. though. She'd be back with Shazada and have those babies. That's what I think. To have all the, get it done. You think she'd be back with Shazada? Yeah, because Ron ain't having all them kids. Nah, he was. Nah, he was. He can't. He needs to be able to afford it. No, There's another I saw fun Gary fact. Like you know, two months ago. Yeah. yeah, she wouldn't be with him. Nah. Do, you, do you guys know this? Another fun fact is that Daryl Bell is in love and been in love and living with Tempest yeah. for a million years. Yeah, really? I mean, oh, we all did. They did a reality show. Yeah, Tempest yeah. Bloodsoul. What? Wow. Yeah. Vanessa, Vanessa Hawks. Yeah. yeah, they did a reality yeah. show. No. The uh, real husband. I did. Am I just your mind blown, man? Is your mind blown? I'll say this off the record. Yeah. Okay, that explains why he was accompanying someone to court a lot. I, I, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. I see. Did you ever meet Bill Cosby? I did for about 10 minutes. Yeah, I was going to say, even if it was just for a few minutes and then everything goes, goes went black. <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, Steve. No, 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 no Steve. No, 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 I don't even need a fucking car. I don't need a moving car. I'll eject myself from this thing. <laughs> Now you see where he draws the line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that I shit was coming. Yeah. Oh, come on, Steve. Uh, Steve. Uh, uh, Steve. The Howard Stern in me is laughing now. But. Cut his mic off. <laughs> Cut them. So, but you only met him once. That's one yeah, time. Yeah, it was the very. It was like the, it was like um, assembly. You know, like mm-hmm. the opening day okay. when we first first started assembly. working on the show. 
And he came out and kind of thanked everybody and then split. That was it. Yeah, it was real short, man. Gotcha. Okay, so I feel silly because as much traveling as I do and as many Airbnbs that I stay in, because that's the only way I travel, I really have never considered my own space. I mean, think about it. What if you can make money for your next vacation while you're on vacation? And I know what you're thinking. You're like, my house is just not fancy enough. I just can't do the things. You're sleeping on your space. I'm sleeping on my space. Yes, I'm talking to myself. And I really don't even have to use my whole place. I could just Airbnb a room. I know how this works. Because again, I use Airbnb. Duh. I mean, just think about it. Most of us that use Airbnb are only using it for 50% of its power. We're spending the money, but we're not making the money. What if we could do both? Whoa. Mind-blowing. And your home really might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh. You got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm. How's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 Plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. Okay, now, I want to know, how hard is it, are you the only notable person of color in the voiceover world? Or no. Oh, no, 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 I'm oh, no. sorry, I'm not going to answer that for you. <laughs> no, but there's a, there's, there's a few of us, but you know, not very many, I'll tell you, there's probably about three or four of us, or maybe, maybe five. The thing about the voiceover community is it's so fucking small, it's like a click, you know, we've got... Is it 50 of you, or is it... Oh, there's less than that. Oh, there's, wow. I mean, when I go to work, I probably see the same 10 people every time. Wow. And when we see a new person, we're like, who the fuck is that? Are you lost? You know? No, <laughs> we're not that mean. But <laughs> I've seen that look in the waiting no. room now. Is, no. is Dawn still doing a lot of voice acting? I think she still does, yeah. I don't see Dawn, Dawn very much. Lewis. Yeah. She yeah. does voiceovers? Yeah, she, she does. Was, she did she Futurama um, wow. some other stuff, too. Listen, yeah. she's done some really nice yeah. jobs. Yeah. Yeah. i just seen her in a movie, or she's... Something on Netflix, lower or it's just recently. She was a lawyer, or something. So oh, I think I know what you're talking about, and I can't remember it either. Um, but I seen it this week, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's Dawn Lewis." 
Doesn't she? Because we were asking. She's still really nice. good. Yeah, she's still... She, yeah, she's definitely sacrificing children in the attic. She's on the she show. She's fucking amazing. <laughs> she looks great, man. Kree, are we ever gonna see you back on the screen again? You know what? Sometimes I, I, sometimes I do do it for friends. I have friends that will ask me. I actually just did a film for a friend, an amazing writer named Charles Murray. I just did a film for him. Will we? Yeah. Is, okay. What's it called? A, What's it called? It's called Truth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for someone in terms of voice acting, because that's something that I'm looking to get into. Doing you do have commercial. a very nice voice. It's oh, well, got thank such you. a pretty resonance. Thank yeah. you so much. Um, yeah. What? Where's the starting point for that? Oh, boy, man, I got to get real with you. It's so tough. It's so tough to get into. Hmm. But I, I can't really give you the same advice I'd give anybody else, because you know the sound of your own voice. You do this all the time. I'd say you just need to know somebody. How you who's, doing, who's, man? Who do you need to know? <laughs> who's, who is the gatekeeper? You know who's yeah, the gatekeeper? You know, I think it's probably the casting agents and the, you know, the different networks like Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network. And um, Well, actually, okay, I'll ask you a question. Yeah. Um, I'm actually... Is it hot in here? A little bit. I'm sweating, yeah. man. Hold on. I just got to... Okay. All right, it's do a good thing you got the wet and wavy. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going back. To, I, listen, I'm going back home. I can feel it in the back. The back porch is getting very, very upset. Yes. Yeah. The living room turned into the kitchen. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm in the process of, of developing two animated series now. You are. So is it? Hey. Oh, hey. How you doing? <laughs> no. But is is there? Is it kind of a mafia system like? Am I naive thinking like, oh, I'll choose who I want to do these voiceover no, things? No, not at all. Or is it no, like, not at all. No. I got to go to the main 30. That would be no, dope. No, you do choose whoever you want and no. you'll be just fine. It's no. not like that at oh, all. So it's not like a union where you have to choose. Oh, God, no. Because in my is mind, I wish. <laughs> yes, there is. And you watch yeah. Robot Chicken. Sag after. You watch Robot Chicken, they throw anybody in their situation and it sounds really great. Yeah, Matt, no, listen, it's it's definitely not. I think, the, honestly, I think the reason that you see the same 12 people is because they're really fucking good. That's all. And they're really dependable. You know, it's like your studio musicians, you know, you got your your you know, like your your session your mm-hmm. session guys, you know, and I feel like we're the session guys. And yeah, it's harder. And I feel like it's a sacrifice. Sort of like well when I visited the set of, of Sesame Street, it was almost like the same thing. Like that's a very specific area yeah. that is hard to make a steady living and if you can You get in there? Is it a good living for you now? It's a wonderful living. Yeah, it's very nice. I mean, listen, I'm a mama. I I started having babies real late. My children are really young. And I have time to hang hang out with them. I have time to write music. I have time to do all kinds of things. And I can still support myself, which is really nice. So what is the average, uh, like, a, a work week for you as a voice actor? Well, you know, I I have shows that I'm a regular on. I have a lot of shows that I reoccur on. And then I have a lot of shows that I just do guest spots on. So in your regular gigs, you have maybe two on Monday, one on Thursday, one on Friday. And then you'll have your reoccurring gigs that you do, you know, throughout the week, too. I'd say I work maybe four or five times a day. And do yeah. you find it's a difference between, because it's funny, I, I listen to you and I'm like, I've, I've done voice over work, but I feel like it's a difference between a voice over actress and a voice over, I, I want to say announcer, like a yeah, Dennis Haber versus, and yeah. can you break that down to people? Well, I think a voice over, a, a, a voice announcer, you're trying to do something that is going to, of course, lure them in. And the only quality that one has to have is that sell, sell, sell ability and that likability. Mm-hmm. And of course, when you're a voice over actress, you're playing characters. So likability and all those other things are not important. It's just important that you're delivering a well-rounded, believable character. 
How do you protect your voice? I don't, man. I smoke weed. I smoke cigarettes. I smoke. Yes. I'll smoke you if you'll fit in this paper. Oh no! Nah, um, what are you doing after I, the show? You know, are I, my tribe leader. <laughs> but I, so I don't. I don't. I don't take care of my voice. I'm an asshole when it comes to this voice, man. I, I just go really fucking hard. I mean, yeah. So I got no advice about. You've been blessed. I mean, it, it works. But you know, it's also just, it's real raspy and it's always been, and it's not going to clean up if I fly straight, you know? Yeah. So why fly straight? That's what straight? you got now. So. But I bet you don't. Do you eat dairy? I do. Wow. I do, yeah. Yes. I do, I do. Am I my, okay. Yes. I think everybody thinks, you know, sometimes I'll just have my face in a rib and, you know, a fan will walk yes. by and go, be like, oh my God, Freddie, you eat meat. And I just think, yeah. I would I love, love it. I, I love it. <laughs> oh, I love what, it. What do you want, man? I would yeah. <laughs> What did you think of um, Nika and Van's cover of Mean Sleep? I really am good friends with Nika. Oh, okay. Because Nika's uh, son, Suede, goes to school with my daughter, Hero. Okay. And so, the, and I, God, I love Van. I loved it. I just thought it was cool, you know? And yeah, I liked it a lot. That's dope. No, I thought they really did it. Justice. I thought they did a good job. Nika sings job. her ass off, man. How did, how did you meet Van in the first place? Because he's I, on Street Fairy, right? Van and I wrote together Deliciously Down and Mean Sleep. Okay. And, um, some other songs that I wish the world would get to hear too. I love writing with Van. SoundCloud. We were, yeah. um, <laughs> right. you know what? You're going to say, sound, listen, they call me Amish 2000. I'm oh, such okay. a fucking technotard. Gotcha. Someone would literally have to <laughs> do the thing for me. You know, I don't know. Hi, you know me. I, I got you. Uh, thank <laughs> you. Thank <laughs> you. So we'll scratch each other. Hey, yeah, we, hey, um, but that was something that the record company did. Okay. The rec work group set me up with um, this dude, David Ryan Harris from Follow for Now. Oh, yes. yes. She watched. She watched. She watched. She watched. She watched. Yeah, I had his first album. Listen, man, I used to follow them around like a fucking groupie. When they would come to LA, my friends and I, like fucking groupies, we would go to the gig. We'd wait for the fucking bus. It was embarrassing. I was so mad I missed out on them. I was too young when they were out. Yeah, they were the tits, man. His first album had a record on it called "If I Had a Dime," and I played the fucking words off that shit. That one and his voice, his voice. So, so he did Dion Ferris's. I know he did. He did Dion Ferris's album. That's right. And I think. He was her MD for like mm -hmm. a couple of years. So they set me up with David, Ryan Harris, and uh, Van. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. And Van Hunt, yeah. Because if you on work, that you were labeled with You know what song I wrote with David, time, right? Ryan Harris? I wrote um, Still My Heart with David, really? Ryan Harris. That was our co-writing. Cool yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. And Astero is from Toronto. Yeah. That's my girl. She's, I met her because she was dating my brother. And then he brought her to a gig and she was, happened to be on the same label. And Estero is a pirate and a dear sister of mine. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. That's, that's one of David, my, that's David one of my was sisters. on work group too, wasn't he? David. Ryan Harris. No, he wasn't. He wasn't? No, he was on something else. So okay. They're probably album. thinking of Eagle Eye, the Cherry. Oh. Nana's brother was Oh, on that's right. Yeah, Eagle Eye, Cherry, the no. Save Tonight record. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was a good... Yeah. Soon, man. I, I, I haven't heard like, that song in a minute. Yeah. Dude, that record was everywhere. I heard it like yeah. in Trader Joe's. Oh, listen, day. it drove me crazy because at the time my album was just laying there like a fucking, <laughs> it was laying like a fucking egg and everywhere we went we'd hear Save Tonight and I'd be like, that motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, Eagle Eye! Yeah. Oh, the jealousy, man. It was yeah. deep. That Did was a hard time, man. I We had put so much love and... You were ahead of your time, and, you know, I don't know, man. It was just, a, it was rough. I mean, I mean, touring was beautiful. We were really adored and embraced everywhere we went. And then, you know, you check the record sales and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Jesus, I, I have a question. Uh, yeah. For, for what, so again, the name of the band? 
I was in a band called Subject to Change, right. and then I did a solo album. And and then okay, I left the yeah the band broke up and did a solo album. All right, but let's let's say the Subject to Change. Yeah, you did that an, album tanked as well. But there's now oh that, yeah, so yeah, that yeah, did yeah. actually come out. Yeah, yeah. It, was it, actually, it never came out. So oh, okay. yeah, so I, I guess like, it didn't officially. Sure? No, I, I think it, I think well, it did come did out. Did it? I think it did come out. Yeah, no, uh, well, I think that's like one of those things you find by accident at a truck I'm, stop. I'm trying. It's right there beside Naomi. Right beside Naomi Campbell's. I got an idea. <laughs> oh, God. Have you seen that album? It's called Baby Woman. Yes. What? I've, actually, I've actually heard it. it hold, hold up. It Naomi Campbell had an album? Yes, she did. Yeah. Yes, she did. Doing what? Singing. I bet Quincy produced it. No, he, he didn't. Oh. He, he probably helped to get the deal. No, with, but. Okay. No, but I, Steve. the subject to change Listen, album did come out. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Sorry. No, now sorry. you waited too long. Now it's going to sound no, like totally bad. So is no, this how we just diffuse every Steve bomb? Yeah. Just start talking? Yeah. So either forget or just won't sound right anymore go ahead Steve. so the subject to change album yeah. what's that called it was called womb amnesia okay did it yeah. come out or not it, i don't think it did. i think it did all right you keep doing that there's used copies for sale on discogs i'm looking at them right now okay yeah, 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 okay yeah. Well, all right, then i guess so, it did so i'm messing up steve joke come right. on yeah. it doesn't matter whether it came out or not actually because the idea is to re-release it now oh god i would hate to put that record out i mean i i just think it sounds like a raging chipmunk you know it's like you know because i was i had just really become a feminist you know like just discovered that i you know that i was angry and so i was really fucking angry mm. like you know when you know when you first get angry i mean i was mad about being black i was mad about being a chick i was mad about everything and mm. so that album just sounds like a petulant frenzy you know and i think it's youth yeah i mean i mean it's sweet you know, what about but the other it's album? fucking pissed, you know. It's, it's kind of it's out. pissed. Hearing you know? it now, is, is it kind of embarrassing? Like the thing about like just like no, I yeah. think it's kind of cute, you know. I, yeah. It tickles me a little bit, and I just sound so small, you know. <laughs> like I sound really small and mad. So <laughs> not very potent. <laughs> since you mentioned anger, just curious to yeah. check your your temperature on uh, Hollywood right now yeah. as a feminist. Yeah. And um, I love I love it, man. This is a great time. I think a lot of motherfuckers are shaking in their boots. And they should. It really excites me. I just can't wait for the next one. You know, <laughs> I can't, you know what? I can't wait. Because, no, I just can't wait for the next motherfucker to get strung oh, up. Yeah. Because, because the truth is, you know, I got two small daughters mm -hmm. who have really already expressed a desire to perform, mm -hmm. and I, and I don't want them to ever be uh, prey. For these predators. And I also know myself too. I am a big fan. I admire so many people. I admire so many men. And I am, have just been blessed that no one decided I was prey. Because yeah. I've looked up, like I, you know, like I said, you know, we used to wait outside the bus, man, yeah. looking like we were prey on purpose, you yeah. know? <laughs> and yeah, I, I, they all gotta get got because it, yeah. this is, um, this is ancient. Mm -hmm. This is the beginning of time. This is the the, the plight of the weaker sex, and that, and and time is up. Time is up, motherfuckers. I have been God. Uh, mm. No one ever got me completely. Uh, I, I, let's say I got halfway got. Mm. And I'll tell you another really sad, shitty fact that I know you can attest to. 
If you get a bunch of women together, not one woman has gotten out unscathed. Yes, not got a story. one, yeah. not a single one can say you di- they didn't get me. Because we all were so fucking ha- happy to be there at one point. Let it go further than we wanted it to go. Maybe we even did say no and it still kept going. And, you know, th- this is what has happened to all of us. And this is why this time is so important. And it's got to keep going until every last one of these motherfuckers are out. What do you tell your daughters? Like, what do you say to them? You know, I have to be very careful. They're four and six. I don't (laughs) want them to be afraid. What I tell them is, if anybody tells you that they can touch you and don't say anything because they'll hurt your mom or dad, you tell them your mom is a wolf, your daddy's a fucking dragon, and nobody can hurt us. Mm. I said, anybody touches you, you tell us. I can't wait. (laughs) You know? My babies know, and they see me. I got, you know, I'm not the one to cut off while driving. I'm not the one to fuck, I'm not the one to fuck with in the parking lot. You know what I mean? <laughs> what does the pre-hood character sound you know, like? Right, right, yeah. It actually does. <laughs> it actually does, yeah. yeah Listen, um, don't forget, I my mother's family's from North Richmond, California. Mm, oh, okay? man. So uh, I can, don't push me. Birthplace of Master P. That's right, baby. <laughs> that's right. You really about that's that right. life that's right that's that's so dope yeah. so now like what do you pretty much do is it uh are your days pretty much consistent of voiceover stuff or? it's all voiceover i mean i just started writing again i'm super excited i'm singing again and that's just yes. setting me on fire i'm so happy which is you know when we talk about retro uh like retroactive yeah. street fairy is retroactive yeah. yeah you know and all of a sudden you know people are talking to me about yeah, music I really it's making it me was sing again yeah i mean it was a record i, I really i don't know i mean i don't know the legalities if you could get back the mask or something but i really I think can't. it's a <laughs> it's sony <laughs> that yeah. belongs to them yeah. i'd have to re-record the whole fucking thing oh, okay. you know but yeah. no i think it was a record i mean when it came out i think it was kind of before its time a little bit yeah i think it was Thank something i definitely that, wasn't ready for it Thank when it came you. out yeah it's, it came it's out. definitely yeah. more for now it would be understood more now than it was at, oh. you know at that time i think which gets us that. back to my idea of oh. putting it out he did say that Again, yeah, you do, but you can't do that cuz but you know also don't forget there was a weird thing going on at that time in the 90s do you remember when you weren't allowed to do television and music do you guys you know that? what no do you really? that was you don't remember that thing? If you were on TV, I got 19 jobs. If you, well, that's now. But yeah. if you were on TV back in those days, you'd come on the stage and they'd be like, "Ah, oh, fuck! Is this that chick from Different World?" Yeah. Oh, oh, yes, fuck. I do remember yeah. that attitude. Yeah. Well, I guess it only yeah. worked for Vonda Shepard. There's so. no way. Oh, I remember Vonda Shepard. <laughs> oh, God, did something say Vonda? I remember yeah, Vonda Shepard. Yeah, Allie McBeal. Yeah, yes. that's oh, right. I've been down. God. I remember when she used to just play Genghis Cohen, man. Um, <laughs> But at that time, you you really couldn't do both. Yeah, there was such was, a stigma about it. Yeah. Now you better do it fucking everything. Yeah, because you know? I was thinking, like, maybe, I think your journey with the music, maybe it would have been different if people knew you from the music first and maybe. then the acting. I but don't know. It's not, when you start with the acting first, yeah. people automatically discredit you as a musician. It's easy to be I, a musician. I have a feeling that was what hindered Jasmine's career as a, as a singer as well, because yeah. people were expecting yeah, they just Whitley, Whitley yeah. and, and they were waiting for Whitley to start singing. Yeah, they yeah. wanted the Whitley yeah. Gilbert RBL. <laughs> but I am—I gotta say though—I am just super grateful for all the sweetness and love that people give Street Fairy now. I was just literally FaceTiming Lenny last night and we were he was saying, man, I can't believe how many people won't stop talking about Street Fairy. It's so nice, you know. So yeah. you're writing now, still singing I am, stuff now? I just have been really set on set of flame. I caught a fire. It feels so good. You ready to perform too? I would like to, yeah. Yeah, I will. I will. 
Yeah. To rewind back to uh, your voice acting. Yes. Um, you did, you've done video games as well, right? I do. Not as many. Not very many, though. Um, video was games that the are, new video games industry? Are like, that's really? the... Yeah, I like. There's things I like about video games and things I don't fucking like about video games. I mean, video games when they set down that script, it's like right. thud. Yeah, that's what wow. I wanted, you know. What that's I mean? what I wanted to ask you about the the strike that recently happened. Yeah. with the, the voice actors because yeah. you know the, you guys have to do you know screams and so many different uh, mm-hmm. like you know so many different screams and yeah. so many different yells. And it's and your it's really rough on your voice. Yeah. So I was wondering if that was something that you had ever encountered while. Oh, yeah, man. There's some jobs you just call bloodthroat. That's like the kind of the code name. You know, how's Ooh. your gig today? Bloodthroat, man. It's fucking bloodthroat. Because it's just page after page of like, you know, one punch has this sound. One punch has this sound. Tw- 30 fucking kicks. 19 death cries. Wow. You know, and by the end Ooh. of the day. Wow. By the end of the day, you just feel like you've been hit by a semi, you uh, know, yeah. in the throat. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and the other thing about that contract that was so shady was, you know, these these um, non-disclosure things that we'd have to sign. And then they were allowed to not tell us what we were auditioning for. So you'd go to this gig, you it would just say unknown video game, right? And then you'd book it. They'd negotiate your fucking fee. You'd book it. And you find out it's fucking hard. Yeah, you're, you're, you're in Halo. You're, right. in, you're in Halo and you got paid 10 cents. Yes. So we were pissed, man. We were pissed. Wow. It's not okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So would... <laughs> You know, is the union? Well, you guys did strike behind it. Right? Yeah, we did strike behind it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, is it all the terms better also, now? Or they're the, a little bit better. You know, they were also, you know, the the um, the video game companies were saying that it didn't matter if professional actors were doing the doing the the jobs that it was all about the game and that we were incidental. Wow. Well, I always uh, wondered was why couldn't they just, you know, once you've recorded, you know, twenty, thirty people doing all these different screens, why can't you just reuse them? Or, wait, you know what the kind directors do. The ones that you love to work for do. They say, ah, we got it, we got it. Go home. Yeah, we love those people. That's what's up. Yeah, that's Blizzard is really good like that. Andrea Torres of Blizzard. Is there. They're, they're a good company. Which uh, video games were you on? Oh, God. I, I, honestly, I'd have to IMDB myself. <laughs> I, 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 I smoke so much weed. I smoke so much weed. It won't be a lot Fallout, of... Fallout 2. It won't be a lot of video games. Ah, Fallout. Because okay, I don't okay. do a lot of Final video Fantasy, games. Final Fantasy, X2. Yeah. Are you an Indica or a Sativa? I like Sativa. Yeah. I also like a little Skywalker Indica. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Skywalker it's a hybrid. OG. Yeah, yeah. So How do you feel about the new the, the new law situation in California? That we're going to be able to do it. Yeah, recreational. You can oh, do yeah, it. I think it's wonderful. No, it's not yet. No, it's no, now. Yeah, it's it is now. He already got, got his. Yeah, I got my, I got mine on Wednesday. It's uh, so I can do anybody. Yeah. Can do? There's, but there's only four shops in all of Los Angeles, and they're all in West Hollywood. Fuck. But, but if you have a prescription. We get a discount. I don't have a prescription. Oh, you're tripping. No, I just got a guy that drops it off. How do you get a prescription? (laughs) (laughs) I got the same guy that's been delivering this shit, you know, since the Coke days. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's the same dude. It's something about the normal CSM. I did that up until like a couple of months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Was it nice? What does it feel? I've never even been in one of those shops. Well, you know what's crazy? It's It's like 7-Eleven, but with weed. Oh, no. That sounds amazing. I think I went into, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of crazy to get your prescription over the phone and, you know, yeah. get it to five minutes. So that's the whole thing. I mean, this is what I hear. Dial drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I like that door-to-door, man. Cal no, that is like old school. Yeah. <laughs> but they upcharge, you know, for delivery. I, I don't mind. I okay. don't mind, man. I mean, it's like, because in a work. pinch, you're just like, now, you know? <laughs> it's like, I don't want to get out the house. <laughs> no. There's an app for that usually now. when you want to smoke, you don't want to go yeah. anywhere. Yeah. You know? They're yeah. talking about drones delivering your weed now. If I was Shit. motivated, I wouldn't be smoking weed. Exactly. <laughs> 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 Zachary, yes, yes. Wow. Hi, Amir. 
Hi, yeah, I'm like, here. Did you like come back to your show? Or the ship landed, huh? We forgot you were here. <laughs> we, just no, just kind of so, we just kind of took I over. I was so enthralled. No, you, uh, Remember that time you said, I'm driving? Were, were you in a... Uh, <laughs> You're like in a different world over there. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. I just read something. Yeah. You were supposed to be Meg Griffin? I was Meg Griffin. You were? For Meg the Griffin. first season. That I was, was wondering who that was. I was, was wondering you? who that was. I thought that was. Yeah. I got to watch the first season again. Okay. Oh, it's awful. Don't do it. No, don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, that's yeah, one of my heartbreaks. Bad, like, I just didn't fit. You know, I got to say. I, I, but how do you uh, not fit for, I mean, you're like I the did, I didn't veteran fit. of. Listen, I've been fired from better jobs. I have, man. I've been fired from some fucking good gigs, man. But that show's been on forever, man. though. But can yeah. I tell you when I do go there? How does there, one like, get when I go fired there, from a voiceover gig, though? You just get the same call you get from every gig. You know, say, it's, yeah. it's not working. You know, we really love her. It's, it's not working. But she, I, mean, I can't she's say. smoking I mean, sativa in yeah. the stairwell. <laughs> but you know what? Here's the thing. You know when that fucking job smarts me? When I go to do a guest spot on the Cleveland show and it's a building? Uh-huh. A family guy wow. like family monolith. Guy yeah. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. that fucking I get butt hurt going up on the elevator <laughs> because I just like think of all the fucking money yeah. I could have yeah. made. That was probably yeah. the That's wrong the same gig to get fucking fired from. <laughs> okay, but I, I ask- tell you, I just didn't. You know when you just don't gel. I mean, I have to tell you this. You know. um Seth Green and I are, that's my love. But the other Seth, I mean, we just didn't, gotcha. we didn't do uh, So you've done do Robot it. Chicken then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, I, That's a love of my life. He's uh, such a dope-ass dude. But, you know, it just didn't jibe. Listen, we all ain't going to be friends. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And some of those happens. jokes, but it's some of those jokes are hard. It's, it's like... Meg was always just a straight-ahead character, so you didn't have that, to be silly but like But I think Peter. that might have been a problem. I'm, I don't know how good I am as the straight man. Hmm. Oh, they wanted you more drier. Yeah, yeah. And you were over the... I think I was just trying everything everybody else was trying, you know? Because well, I, I love that first season, so you're, you... do? I gotta watch it now. Thanks. Well, yeah, I was one of the people that was like, I want to see it, but, you know, when it... Oh, uh, when they got canceled. When they got yeah, canceled yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, I was one of those people, too. Wow. Okay, now I gotta re... Sorry, America. Watch it. <laughs> I gotta re-watch it. Wait, so... I'm using The Simpsons as as... The wrong example, okay. but is the goal to be on a, a, a series so successful that sure. those residual checks just... It would be nice. I mean, you know, it would be nice. Uh, you know, I... I don't even. I don't think I think about it in terms like that, and in, in, in VO because it's such a constant. Do you know what I mean? But when what's what constitutes a successful series? Like I, mean, I think Rugrats. Like Rugrats yeah. was successful. Oh, yeah, we did twenty yeah. years of Rugrats. Shit! Oh, yeah. that hold was on. successful. Hold on. I'm sorry. I hate to rewind Drawn back together. to no to Family Guy, but I just read the Wikipedia Drawn page. Drawn together. Yeah. Yeah. We, 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 gotta, <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta talk about Foxy Love in a bit. Yes. Ooh, I, everybody loved the Foxy. Yes, they do. Let me know if this is correct on your Dem's Wikipedia page. Them's my fun, yes. Them's the foxy fun, yes. Them's that your fun, yes. Them's the foxy fun, yes. Sorry, baby. Go Sorry. Ahead. Okay, I just want to see if this is true. This is on your Wikipedia page. But it says the reason why Meg got recast is because they felt having a black woman voice a white character would be racially insensitive. 
But then the Cleveland show. The Cleveland show. That's a fucking white switcheroo. Ain't that a fucking... Well, we thought it would be insensitive, so we fired the black girl. Is that true? That white man can play all these Is that true? Listen, if it's true, I hope it's not true, because that would piss me the fuck off. That would piss me off, too. Yeah, let's say that's not true. She got to go back in that building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to go. I got to go. Everything's true on Wikipedia, right? I had to update Greg Fillingaines before he left. Shit. Oh, you, you took off yeah, Carrie Lewis? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. You That's what we talk about, Foxy. You nerd. Yeah, we she's not real, though. Foxy. You know that, right, uh, Foxy Love? I just feel that she's you're real. about she's to ask real. some other questions. Foxy Love questions. is real. She's a uh, chocolate-colored, freaking habit-forming, nymphomaniac, mistress, solver musician. She Holy plays the Jingle shit. Frisbee. That's right. <laughs> she played the shit out of that Jingle Frisbee. Well, we get, how many seasons we get out of that? That was like, like two? I think two. we only got two. Damn, okay. that was a good show. Yeah, yeah. It was so good. No one was exempt. You know what I, mean? I mean, even God. I remember there was like this glory, glory, hallelujah, and he <laughs> stuck, his, stuck his, you know. So sorry. Anyway, so, I'm just wait, saying wait. everybody got theirs. You know what I mean? Actually, here's here's a good question. Yes. Do, do you think there should be limits in comedy? Because like you know, the Dave Chappelle. Um, I loved that. Didn't you love these? Yeah, I, no, I, I loved them. Great. I love yeah. them too. But there are quite yeah. a few people that did not like the specials yeah. because of some of the topics that he covered. So, yeah. so I'm assuming that you don't think that there should be any boundaries in comedy. I don't know if I just think in comedy. I mean, I just think that, oh, that's such a tough one. I use my instinct when it comes to when I'm offended. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, because like I, can, kinda, can I can feel when, I can feel when it hurts. You can tell you know when what the mean? intention yeah, is bad. I can feel when it hurts. Yeah. Um, and then I can feel when it's just a really fucking clever joke, man. And listen, caricatures exist for a reason. Right. Yeah, we all got a little bit of that shit. You hear how she said that word? Caricatures. 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 Okay. <laughs> Did I say it wrong? No, no, you, you, no said it, you said you it right. You said it right. Uh, I pronounced it caricatures. How about the boxy? Yeah, she would have said caricatures. She would have said caricatures. Yes, I love it. <laughs> man, do hear these voices? Oh, crazy. Yeah, this, I'm in heaven. This is nuts. This like, is yeah, nuts. I'm sorry. Hear it. Wow. Great. And actually, I almost wish I wasn't in the room with her so I could just hear it. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do your kids know what you are? Do you know they don't give a shit? <laughs> they, they don't, don't watch TV, do they? They do. They watch. My daughter loves The Legend of Korra. Brave, brave little wing loves The Legend of Korra. Bro, they like, I, I Mama, will, is that your voice? And- oh, you know which one? Hero loves Vampirina, this new show I do on Disney Junior. And yeah. I actually, the nepot- may the circle be unbroken, by and by, Dear Lord, by and by, I just got them a gig on nice. Vampirina. They yes, just did uh, their first gig. You're yeah. pulling the kid. Oh, wow. Yeah. Let's get Third shit. Yeah, let's, yeah, yeah, let's get the gig. Yeah, come on. Mama's going to be old as soon. Let's start a you dynasty. I mean? Shit. <laughs> Somebody dynasty. else get to work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mama had a savings by the time she was 17. Oh, <laughs> right. so you're right. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah, but they don't really, they don't get very excited. I mean, every now and then a cartoon will come on and they'll say, is that you? And I say, yeah, and then they just go about their fucking business. <laughs> and as a, matter of, you. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I got so excited about Vampirina because this is the only cartoon they've gotten excited about. At, at first, I was trying to push it on them. I'd be like, don't you want to check out this? Look at this shit. You like it? You like it? And they just didn't like it, you know? So... <laughs> 
That sounds like that like unpaid yeah. bill kids. I don't, I, so one of our guys on, on the podcast is the musical director for Sesame Street. Yeah. And his daughter is fucking hate Sesame Street. You see what I mean? <laughs> they, they, fucking they, justice in the I'm world. I'm sorry. I'm about to make a fucks. Yeah. bad Cosby reference. Even uh, the Halloween episode when he was like trying to scare the kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were just like, no. No, I'm no, good. No, I'm good. I see. Um, well, you know, I have... I think I'm. I mean, she I'm, got I'm trying to think. Star Wars bar. Yeah, I was about to say. Like, what I, time I you guys go to Star Wars bar? To be there at eight, you bastards. She oh, was having so oh, much sorry. fun. Anyway, well, uh, Cree. Listen, this was so I nice. Thank you thank so you. much for coming. Lifelong dream. Thank you guys. What a cool ass surprise! I had thank no you, idea I'd be here yesterday. Thanks, man. Thank you. Well, I appreciate you coming. Yeah, I'm happy I did. Well, like I said, I'm a fan, so. Well, we love you. Thank yes. you. We love you. It Thank you really for letting us know. It was really delightful meeting yes. all of you oh, guys. Likewise, Even you, likewise. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> As she looks at Steve. Even you. Any last words, Steve? Um, no, on behalf of two members of the Steve Miller band. <laughs> <laughs> myself, Boss Bill, yourself. <laughs> yes, Fonte and I have Steve Miller. Steve Miller band. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Y'all got Steve Miller swag on. <laughs> anyway, that, that, yeah, yeah, that's... that's, that's, that's uh, 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 on behalf of it's like yeah. thank you for raising a nation of weirdos and loving being yes. that. I d- yeah, I just I guess I just want to say God bless the freaks. Yeah, for the yes. freaks shall inherit the earth yeah. and the squares that are watch the fuck out. Bitches. Bitches. And they come out at night. That's freaks. right. <laughs> Can I Gaba, what up? my own show? Hold up. Can I get the car back, please? Thank no. you. No, we don't throw it. I'm stalking over all Nay. y'all, all you freaks out there. Thank you for listening to Questlove Supreme. <laughs> this is Questlove. We will see you. I gotta go, go to the bathroom. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I love you, Greek. Goodbye. Questlove Supreme is a production of iHeartRadio. This classic episode was produced by the team at Pandora. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When the time comes to plan your next big getaway, know we got a destination idea for you. Orlando. Just think about it. The thrills at their 15 world-class theme parks, followed by awesome outdoor adventures, amazing food festivals, and top-notch dining spots. Orlando has all that and much more than you'd expect. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. That's visitorlando.com for everything you need for an amazing getaway. Hi, it's Sugar Steve from Questlove Supreme. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So, check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right, cash back isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. 
And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC.